Hi, I am definitely Saul, and welcome to Dickish <laughs> at best. Uh, yeah, uh, we, in case you were not able to tell from the voice and or the visuals, uh, this is not Saul. they're the same. Identical. Um, actually, you know, no, hardly anybody noticed until we said something about the episode of Triangle Squared that you came in on and did just a cold opening and then switched out with Saul. I mean, yeah, I said like you should have wore the same shirt though. Yeah, but he did put the hat on, and back then the way that we had the camera set up and Saul's oh, yeah. computer in it the way, mostly Mike in front of me. <laughs> it mostly looked like Saul's glasses and hat, and it was kind of a good sell. I think I actually did take his glasses and hat. I know I did hat. For I sure. know you did hat for sure. Um, Saul wear glasses? Yeah, Saul wears glasses. Okay. Um, I don't know who Saul is, but in uh, case you don't know who we are, <laughs> we are uh, Dickish at best a. Open He's podcast that personality we talk about from anything. that head talk show. Wow. He's the one that got drunk on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> Probably against TOS, but we're not going to go too far into that. Um, I, I should say not. this. We all drank on Twitch. It's we did not, we did not all, all drank. We did not all <laughs> drank. Yeah, we yeah, did not no. all pound the fucking vodka that someone said, here, take a sip of that. It's smooth. And then just fucking pound down. Blah, 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 and then run around the house and saying, they made me do it. <laughs> I'll give him a couple minutes. Well, if he was here way. to defend himself. Oh, no, fuck him. Anyway, we are part of Nartech. Uh, you can go over and follow us on Twitter at Dickish at Best, just as it's spelled out. Uh, you can find us on Patreon, and if you'd like to show and like to support. And what, one thing we're going to start doing with Patreon that we've, we talked about from the beginning, and we're almost 10 episodes in, so I think it's time to start it, is we're going to start putting uh, posts out there and getting little feelers for like basic topics from patrons that we can use as uh, starting points for the show, and we'll kind of use them as a through line to get us going. That way the shows kind of have a more structured start, um, which is good. I feel like the episode with uh, Kurt that we did last week, because it had a little bit of a purpose behind why he had come by, even though he was going to be on anyway. It led to what I think was a little bit tighter of an episode and better of an episode. But moving forward, we're going to get um, patron suggestions. So if you like what we're doing and you like to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash nartech. Uh, and if you like to follow me and normally Saul, the other real Saul, uh, on a gaming-based podcast, uh, you can go over to Triangle Squared, a PlayStation podcast, which we do weekly. Uh, but let's get this thing going on the road. You sound like a sellout. <laughs> you are a sellout, bro. Um, a PlayStation podcast. Yeah. What about PlayStation? Dude, if PlayStation bought me out... What's a PlayStation? Shit. I would love Ooh. that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Sponsor money? Whew. Right? If I got sponsor money from PlayStation, I'd be doing a lot. I'd be like, you know... I mean, you know, you'd afford about... a real console and get a PC. <laughs> Oof, I have a PC. You schmuck. <laughs> I just wanted to start an argument. Uh, we're going to start console wars on here? You console know, wars. we did say that we weren't going to talk about... Uh, the, we, we With the majority of this podcast, we don't have the express intent of talking about gaming often, since we kind of do that on Triangle Squared across the board. Even though it's mainly PlayStation-oriented, we do talk about everything. Um, but Dylan seemed to have had some choice words. And in case you didn't know, guys, this is Dylan. And over here on the other side is Blaze, as always. What's up? I'm uh, And I'm Brett. <laughs> Dylan slash Saul. Uh, anyway... You got some choice Silly. words for Pokemon. Let's hear them. At this point, Pokemon is essentially a world phenomena, considering Pokemon Go is literally at a it blew up again, seemingly overnight. Yeah. Um, I have yeah, to imagine the that there's something going on. Ooh. 
I guess. Wow. I don't know, I don't know what that is. I haven't did. played it since it, I've never played it. You know, all right, going off of what you were just saying with Pokemon Go, I, this isn't my my main thing, but uh, I also just forgot what I was talking about, so I guess it doesn't matter. Um, it's okay. You're put on the spot. Apparently. Millions of people are oh, freak. listening. Not like you do any form of content creation yourself. <laughs> no, that'd be crazy. <laughs> anyway. we, can give, we can give you a plug at the end of the episode. But for you now, it's shenanigans and such. But keep, gotta work keep for going. It. Uh, anyway, I don't remember what I was going to say now. The whole three people we I wish bring the, over to you. Three and a half. <laughs> uh, I wish that the world would go back to when Pokemon Go first released. That world of, or the time of world peace. Oh, yeah. yeah where yeah. everyone, they got along with each other. Everyone was nice. Everyone yeah. just walked around and we were all healthy. All that well. That was the bigger thing healthy. I saw. People walking like mad. Crazy. I saw people that I'd never seen do physical exertion in their life being like, yo, bro, I'm going to walk downtown to catch this Snorlax. What? You're walking? Hello? Excuse me? I've never seen you move more than three feet at a time. See, in that essence, I'll say that Pokemon Go made total sense. It was a cool concept for the people who liked it. But I didn't like it. So. I had no interest in it. It's like it's a different game with a Pokemon skin. Yes, exactly. Don't I, at me. That's what it felt like, and I was like, "Is that really necessary?" It's like you know, I like real Pokemon. This just seems like it's slapping the Pokemon name on just to kind of get the ooh Pikachu, uh, you know. Now, see, in that same vein, I'm a lover of Pokemon Snap, a game that we fucking take pictures of. Pokemon. Hey, can we talk about it's why that never shit. came out on the Wii U? The perfect, perfect. Like, oh look, no, snap! Okay, we you, you, I'm like, okay, it sucks. Oh, the, my, then the you could have done it. Switches out. Well, Hello? then you could have done it on the 3ds too. They cross sell it. Be like, oh look, augmented reality, snap, snap. You know, I mean, they were big on the it AR train itself. for a while. I wouldn't have done they still AR are Pokemon Go. I wouldn't go AR on a console Pokemon game, even though they totally could. I mean, at that point, you could put Pokemon Go on the Switch if you really wanted to, and then let people hotspot their phone to it. People, most people would not. It's just going to be easier on phone. Uh, but I'm surprised they didn't try and put some layer of real Pokemon Go in the Let's Go Pikachu series that they did for Switch because it, yeah. it was kind of like oh, they, they kind of did in though. between. Yeah. You could transfer you could transfer Pokemon from Go. You couldn't transfer Pokemon from Let's Go to Go because it, you could. Well, I'm talking about the whole overworld subvert. thing that they did with it. Yeah, we're like that's the only thing. Well, what do you mean overall? Like you, Pokemon that's how you run into Pokemon. Oh yeah, yeah, they were out no. Yes, well, and which is kind of cool. You but didn't actually different. battle them. The only thing that was cool about you it, like when me and Jess were playing it together, you, you is just when the, the Pokeballs. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. You, know, you didn't mean, battle. So I mean, but battle. it was kind of cool that like all of a sudden, oh shit, Onyx, <laughs> you know, like like you pop out. But at the same time, it we didn't finish <laughs> it. It didn't keep my attention like most Pokemon games normally do. Did you play Let's Go? Yeah, I played it. Um... And I guess I did. Gorgeous. The game looked great. Oh, yeah, the game. Oh, and there was cool features like being able to ride around on your Pokemon and stuff like now, that. Now, when you say gorgeous, what about it was gorgeous? I mean, just colorful and, and, and good. It, it, it's what I wish. And actually, in some ways, I feel like it's doing a better job than what the Shield and Sword coming up is going to do in terms of. Oh, God. You just hurt my entire being. Oh, I don't think Sword and Shield's going to be any good. I've never. This isn't like a stab at you. No, no pun intended. I've never heard anyone say Shield and Sword. Oh. I, I just I ended up I, saying the wrong one first. I, no, it's fine. Well, I do say sword and shield myself. I know, but you, you just said sword and shield immediately afterwards, and my brain was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Oh God. Yeah. Sorry, you just fucked my entire. But world you know, up. a lot of people are giving Game Freak shit because, as far as we're seeing, it's like it's almost lazy. Sword. It's hard to say, but it's it's a problem of setting in a thing, and I have it too, right? Yeah. Uh, a little bit. At least I understand. I'm not just giving them hard shit, but I'm like, you know, if you don't want to put every Pokemon in the game, you should have you should have stopped that. 
way long ago. You should not have waited until you'd put every Pokemon in every game up until this one. You shouldn't have waited until there was a thousand Pokemon. Right. You should have put this line in the sand when you started reaching 500 and being like, hey guys, this is a lot of Pokemon to put yeah. in one game. But it worked just fine in Sapphire. Yeah, it worked Omega in everything. And... It, it worked, it, but it's just they don't want to do it. And as far as they're concerned, the budget to do it is not going to be worth anything as far as their vision of the game. But, but then there's also the, there's the part... There's so much wrong with what you just said. No, you're right, but like going about it that way, is, it makes no sense. Yeah. Because yeah. Pokemon is the highest selling media franchise ever, even outselling stuff like Star Wars, yeah. which is fucking crazy popular. My two-year-old knows what a Pikachu is. Yeah. And it's easy and the, it's cute and something that you and can, they repeat their name over and over so you have brand recognition when you go to the store right well <laughs> the, not only that but so game freak in the development of this has been split into three different teams and the game freak company itself is a little over 100 people yeah and you know they're making some other games too like the one that they just that, announced and then a couple of years back they were making that timbo the badass elephant that most people right. don't even know was game freak or that it existed to begin with well that's the thing that was that i was talking yeah. about in our discord which is by the same name shenanigans and such uh, um, that I was like, wow, Game Freak re- did, really did a great job on the town, which is the new game they're making. But like I said, it's a hundred people split into three in the highest grossing income from media. Uh, for so those numbers yeah. don't match up. Yes, first yeah, of all, yeah. I get you. Yeah, and and that comes down to uh, why are you putting a multi million dollar game, a multi billion, billion there dollar you go. game, yeah, <laughs> into the hands of essentially, and I'm sure there's some outsourcing being done. Um, really doubt it. But even if there's not, why are you why are you not giving? Okay, that's that'd be like if Activision suddenly said, you know what, Call of Duty is one of the highest grossing game franchises to be get out there. We're just we're going to cut it down to where only one studio makes it every three years, and only thirty three people of that studio make that game. Well, that's not even well. That is an issue, obviously. But they're trying to crank out Pokemon games way faster than they have been, and no one asked for that. Yeah, uh, well, and I think that Let's Go shouldn't have even happened. I don't either. It was completely stopped. It was go. a good idea to make that because they have you know ports and everything. They've got all the Pokemon. They've got all their animations, their walks, attacks. Oh no, that attacks. was a pure money grab. But that's only I Gen mean, One. Oh, goes dying. Goes dying down a little bit. How do we get right. those people over to? Well, surely they have those models already existed on the 3ds. Yeah, and they're and like, I wouldn't be surprised if the 3ds yeah, was trying models to sell didn't switches just come over too. as a higher resolution at that point. You know, that's what it was because they're just trying to sell switches because Smash sold a bunch. Lights. Switch lights, switch lights, or whatever the fuck good. it's called. Well, yeah, the switch light will be the bigger thing for Pokemon, definitely when Sword and Shield drop. But right. I think, you but still it still have doesn't deal. have enough. But I don't even play mine <laughs> as a handheld anyway. Oh, I've, I've exclusively since I bought this new one, it's exclusively been played as a handheld for me. Now, the only time I, I played a handheld is whenever it first came out, and that was because I was had it at the hospital when my kid was being born. Yeah, so. fair. No, I mean stuff like that. Yeah, taking it to you know family regardless trip. it's, it's nice really, to have the option yeah it's, it's nice, nice to have the like, option but it's a crazy. PS4 console i mean if, I, if i'm if, yeah no as somebody for who sure plays hey, Mark consoles maker's constantly. fun as shit though I'm, uh, no, not, no games are different the games than are the console saying, itself is like it, it's, it's, a, all right. it's a poor console it, it, i mean it's a it's a great handheld it's a great i think it but as a console i think it's still doing what it set out to do though no yeah i mean you can't hold it up to a standard it didn't try to it didn't try to say oh this is going to be the best graphics is going to be the best process it's like hey this is our games but now you have the option to do both absolutely and i think it's unfair people hold them to that you know no no i mean i get what you're saying it met its goals you know but it didn't meet everyone else's goals. Well, because people hype it up. To. Yeah, because yeah, people think Nintendo that. can do. A lot of people think either can, Nintendo could do no wrong or they're the fucking devil. There's yeah, and which I don't feel that's fair. Nintendo does what Nintendo has always done. It's Made stuff money. like Mario no, Maker. Dude, they, it's stuff like oh, well, I'm gonna buy that Zelda game. Is it a perfect game? No. Are people gonna say it's a perfect game? Yes. 
And then, yeah. Uh, then it's just well, I'm just waiting for Animal Crossing to come out so I can plant some flowers when I, you know, yeah. no, you're right, <laughs> work off he, my student loan. I definitely don't hate Nintendo. There's plenty of games I love from Nintendo. I I take it upon if okay, we do the PlayStation podcast, and if I'm going to criticize PlayStation for the things I don't like that they do, and and I do when it happens. Uh, and I'm also going to praise them. I'll do the same for the Switch. I think the Switch is an amazing handheld. It's way more impressive as a handheld than it is a console. And yet they're the ones who are, it, it comes down to if I were in their shoes, what would I have done? They had the easy opportunity to go, hey, we're not, we're, we're not calling this a console. This is essentially a handheld. They've always done better in the handheld space. Their consoles have always completely undersold. Uh, the, you know, the, their consoles have been literally declining in sales since the SNES, besides the Wii, which was a weird freakout thing. But then what happened with the Wii is that it sold a lot of numbers of consoles, but it had a terrible attach rate, meaning that they didn't make money off the Wii anyway, because no one was buying games, which is where you make your money on a console. Because everybody was playing Wii Bowling. So what ends oh, up yeah. happening, Fire. yeah, and, and most of them were pack-in games. That's the more fun. People would mm-hmm. buy the Crazy. system, they, they bought the, the, they bought the Super Mario Brothers and the then Wii. would maybe Sports. never buy another game again. Yeah. You know, uh, One but, or two games at most. So they've always done poor in the console sector. When you're looking at it, they have a reason and a big market that follows them for the handheld sector. They have literally the, the most powerful handheld that has the benefit of hooking up to a TV, but they refused to call it a handheld. They kept saying, well, it's a console, it's a console. Because well, they don't, don't want to technically be behind a generation is what they're trying but to But they get set at. the generation. So technically, here's the problem with the Switch as a console. It is a next-gen console, not in the same generation as the PS4 and Xbox One, and yet the Xbox One and PS4 literally run circles around it. And Once it, again, but that what it, oh, yeah. you can interpret but their wording in any way. They just it's wanted just marketing. Well, if they wanted going to, to market strong, market is a handheld. Market is what you are strong at. Well, no, no but here's the thing. They, they're trying to branch handheld. out because they are known as, the hand, like you said, the handheld company oh yeah they're getting more shit like they they want to be more like what the n64 was what the super nintendo was but they know they're not going to beat anybody on the and then i just feel like then don't worry about being calling it a handheld or console just call it a switch don't even worry about giving it an actual because what's going to happen is well that's if you call it all their marketing was though is the stupid pick it up and bullshit yeah but it was always console console whenever they did happen on core gamers and that is important distinction to make it's going to be a huge difference between people who are core gamers and people who are non-core gamers and nintendo definitely does lean far more towards the casual market or at least people who have never gotten into serious gaming outside of nintendo there is a lot of people who are they're they're core nintendo gamers Mm -hmm. but that does not necessarily translate to them being what would be considered a core gamer across the entire market uh, it's like, you know, they don't really buy any games outside of core Nintendo properties like Mario, like Zelda, like all the games that, you know, Nintendo is one of those those people that beat a series to death because that's what people want. And I, and I don't even blame them for that, well, you know. Um, but where I was getting at is that if you're going to, if you know that by using a certain word, you're going to be compared to something just because of the way he, humans work. If you say, hey, this is a console, you're immediately going to get compared to the consoles. This is going to happen. And if you say handheld, you're immediately compared to handhelds. If you're going to say one or the other, I would lean towards the one as a marketing person that is undoubtedly unsurpassed, which is a Switch. There is not another handheld console that's a dedicated handheld console, which the Switch technically classified as, that looks or runs anywhere close to the Switch. All right, let me counter your argument with that, or devil's advocate even. Yeah, go ahead. Say you have the world's most powerful handheld, but it's also a console. Mm Mm-hmm. Instead of it's just flipping well, what you're saying. Instead what, of saying it's a console that is a handheld, we're just like, you're just saying it's a handheld that is a console. Those well, are interchangeable. Not, not, not really, uh, but that's because I don't consider it to necessarily be a console just because it can hook to a TV. And my my reasoning behind that is I don't know if you recall this, but the PSP could hook into the TV with AV cables that hooked into a port on it. Mm-hmm. And so could you the could Game play Boy Advance. So could the Game Boy Advance. So could the PSP Go. The PSP Go literally had a dock 
in Japan that you could set the system on and it would send the video signal to the thing and you could connect a DualShock 3 to the PSP Go and play the system with a DualShock 3 mm. as a console. But I would never call it a console because it's really not a console. It's a handheld that you're playing on your TV, which is a great, great benefit for a handheld, right? Mm -hmm. And that goes into part of my, the same thing goes on the Switch Lite. All that the Switch does in terms of video processing, when you dock it, all it does is say, hey, here's a USB-C port that goes into it, and we send the USB-C data through this to an HDMI. Now, there's also some internals that allow it to push harder and upscale it, but with the Switch Lite, I don't understand why there's no docking. It's literally not a Switch at that point. Everything mm -hmm. that makes a Switch a Switch, the stupid click sound that <laughs> happens when you move the Joy-Cons on, the ability to hook other consoles into it, the mm -hmm. ability to dock it and send it to a TV, you're literally sending a console out to die. And I don't know if you, you remember, the 3DS uh, Smash Bros. game sold far worse than the Wii U one did. Of course. On yes. a system that, ironically, the 3DS sold way more than the Wii U. You're uh -huh. saying you're sending a, a, a system out to die, but it's... Dude, Switch is doing fantastic. Oh, it's no, doing better no, than Xbox not, One, but you can yes, you know, absolutely. I'm, I'm, you I'm not cracking on it. This yeah. is this is the things that I wish that they would have fixed. I am surprised, like agreeing with both of you somehow at the same time. Yeah. I don't understand the Switch Lite because Switch is doing great. I don't know why you're excluding to, to, half of it, it's cheaper and it is cheaper. some people don't want it's a little bit too big for them. Well, but here's, That's true. And it, it still goes into the problem though of it's, Switch still Nintendo left the, Vita some of the Slim. functionality in it. Still. The PS4 Slim. There's yeah. always a slimmer model. People want slimmer, newer, and then the newer. Okay, when's the last time that you saw a slim console come out and take away half of the functionality of the console that it was that was slimming from? It's a real. I mean, it's a real question. I mean, that's a good point. And that's what I come down to is it's a, the Switch Lite is so perplexing to me specifically because you can still connect other controllers to it, but there's not a kickstand, so you can't even set it up and play like the Switch could. There's no reason to have multiple controllers at that point. You can't even play it in a way that would facilitate the need for multiple controllers, yet you can still connect them. Mm -hmm. All they'd have to do realistically to fix this problem and still have it be switchable, even though it wouldn't have the little stupid dock and click thing, would switchable. be to just include, include a USB-C to HDMI cable and not worry about the game's upscaling. If you would just say, it, it, people, it would be a cheaper entry point for the Nintendo Switch. People say, hey, it's $100 less. I can actually afford that. I can buy Smash. If all my friends come over, I can still plug it in the TV. We can hook four controllers into it. We can all play. It'll only be 720p instead of 1080p, but it's Smash, and we're not really worried about so much about what it looks like as much as how it plays. If you're doing something like that, uh, all you're doing is selling a $100 cheaper Switch without removable mm -hmm. Remotes, which can it can it go to the dock? Well, that's what he's no, saying. No, if, it can't. They specifically have locked if he out TV allowed mode it to on, be on the Switch Lite hooked up to they, a dock or it whatever. It cannot happen. Even if, if you set it in a Switch dock that you already have, it doesn't do anything. Well, we derailed what your choice words about Pokemon were. Yeah, fuck Nintendo. I'm joking. Um, well, Nintendo, I think, was the source of that problem because isn't Nintendo the one who's behind? Well, the game? I still don't. But I still, he never, yeah, never got there. Yeah, it was originally Pokemon. We were like, wow, Nintendo. Everything Nintendo's doing we worked our way around it unintentionally, of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I'm um, bringing it, bringing it around town. The water. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, I mean, pretty much. Uh, like, what's wrong with it that you're? Well, this is what I don't like. Is I don't like that Nintendo is lying to us outright. That they have said that they're getting rid of the Pokemon, which I'm not. A, I'm not entirely against that. I don't like it. Don't get me wrong. As a core I mean, Pokemon fan, I hate getting not being able to catch them all. The dude, catchphrase. Skarmory's not going to be in this game, and I know Skarmory's. I not mean, maybe, but you but, don't know. No one fucking knows what they're putting in because they haven't put it, anything out yet. They're just like, hey, we're getting rid of your Pokemon. Hopefully, you don't like Corsola. Oh, yeah, but my what point, they need yeah. to do is just keep it yeah. that way, and then release. You know, since they're all about releasing multiple games, just release a competitive 
game like a new form of stadium to where you can I mean if you if if everyone's going to capture and do the same pokemon anyway just make it to where you I mean figure out some way where it's stadium but they're still breeding there's still some way to uh, well, going with you're that, you're going to have people say that why? Why didn't you just put it in the normal game that's always been in the normal well, game? Well, in I mean, black and white, that's a fair I'm, point. In black and white, saying, but, if they, but if they do that and just update it, I mean, keep pat, you know, patching it. it hell, I mean, oh, that's what they did in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Except but, they added all the extra Pokemon was, in afterwards. But in black and white, for the the campaign, if you want to call it that, in a Pokemon game, you had just new Pokemon, and then when you beat the game, the new game, the it had the rest decks. of the old Pokemon, and they started appearing. You could do that. Well, the, the thing is, they, they've they said that they're getting rid of Pokemon in order to improve animations, graphics, all that kind of stuff. But just, then why does it still look exactly like the 3DS titles? It's not only that, but they're, if you go back and you can, you can cross-reference all of the animations uh, from old games. And they're the new, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the new, uh, the direct that happened a couple of days yes, ago. Yes, the new trailer. As of whenever. Um, there's a new Pokemon Ami uh, where you get to like make put up a tent with your Pokemon and, you and make catch with them. You, it's curry on rice. And whatever. You have to be regionally, whatever. Anyway, the animations are... Miss the clubhouse. They're just one for one, exactly the same as a me. Like, whenever you pet the Pokemon or whatever the fuck it is, it's, you know, the same spins, the same I'm jumps. Just, I'm just mad the they haven't same. let those damn me things die. They're yeah. trying so hard to hold on to that. No one gives a shit about the Miis, but you're having Mario Maker. I it's still on the Switch. do like that they're adding more customization to your own uh, avatar character in Pokemon, so you're not just, like, generic slate. Yeah, no, that was fun in X and Y. But again, it comes back into something they've done before. Oh, they've done it before, but they're improving. I will admit, that's... This is fucking sad. That's the thing I'm most excited for. In in a game It's how much they've improved the character customization in a Pokemon game. How do you feel about the fact that they're just... that Here recently, and I understand with the series it's moved along this much, it's hard, but I feel like they lean really heavily on things that sometimes stick and sometimes don't. Uh, Mega evolutions were pretty cool, well, that's but then the we thing. got Z-moves, but, and I don't feel but, like we're ever going to see Z-moves again. Not, that's the thing. They always have some gimmick that ends up not mattering. Well, they're getting... Well, they're they're getting old, and people are... And you know? The thing is, the fan base is getting old enough to where they're like, hey, we're not stupid. We realize what you're doing each time. It's a gimmick for each... Well, no, see, that's... I, I'm on right with gimmicks for each region, as long as it's not... Stupid. It, this is I don't weird know. To Mega say. Evolutions kind of broke competitive for Mega a while. Mega Evolutions were real cool. Well, see, the thing as well is they've kept each past generation's gimmick. So they had they kept Mega Evolutions, they kept Z moves, and then they had. So are Z moves going to be like, in this game? No, they're not going to have. Then so. they didn't keep Z moves because Z moves. Z moves is only one generation old. Well, Z moves is one generation, and then they're not keeping Megas in this game. That's another. That's two generations. But old. now they're adding big Pokemon. It's just the same sprite, huge. That's what they're adding. And big what bugged me about that trailer is that like, yeah, everybody in that arena would be moves. fucking dead. <laughs> no, no. Listen, to, listen to this. They're adding big Pokemon that have their own special moves, and some Dynamax Pokemon get Mega Max or Dynam Mega Max, whatever the fuck it's called, and they have different forms. It, they're literally just combining Mega Evolution and Z moves into one into thing. one thing. Which looks an awful lot like a Digimon watch. Which is not only... It's like, okay, cool, whatever. You want to mix the two together. Yeah. But all, all you've done is stretch the model into a yes. bigger form. Yes. And you can't constitute that for another reason to take out Pokemon. That's not fucking hard to do. Yeah, no. And, oh God, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm such an avid going, I'm Pokemon fan. I'm probably not fan. going to play it. I hate, very I hate how much I've looked into this because I want it to be really good. But me like, too. If you go, I, oh, I fuck, was Jesus. destroyed. Every time I keep talking about this, I get more mad. <laughs> but in the new thing, the new thing that they added in the new 
areas where you can go where you have a free camera. Which, dude, that killed me. I thought the whole game was going to be free camera. It's not. Okay, this is not the fucking N64. You can't brag about a 3D camera. It's a fucking 2019, and you're like, you can turn the camera. In select areas. In select areas. Are you kidding me? Who gives a shit about that? Yeah. Fucking it, cool. I don't even want it in the game if you're only going to tell me I can have it in two parts, because then I'm, I'm going to get used you to it. You think that maybe they're doing it. this to rush in because everybody's upset that there's not a Pokemon for the Switch? And they're, yeah, they're, no, and course, they're trying to rush course. it in just to, but that's well, what, fuck, we weren't going to do it yet, but here. That's what Let's Go was to me. It worked as a way to get Pokemon on Switch and a way to because get people, people who liked Go to come was, into the Pokemon. A lot of video game over. fans have become entitled little babies, just to be real. I mean, that did. Me. I mean, they don't owe you shit. Uh, uh, nobody owes anything shit. No, nobody owes anybody shit. But here, here's what's really interesting about the world that we're in. We have no real conflict. The only real thing we have left to do that's in our genes, which is to fight and do stupid shit because it gives us some sense of purpose and energy that we don't have to actually do anymore, is to, com- is to really complain. like something, obsess over it, and then complain when it doesn't meet your expectation. And For it's, sure. I still try and hold that to where I understand that it's kind of dumb and foolish to complain about something that a group of people are making, and even more so that it probably was one to three people's decision to do these things, and the rest of the people may not have agreed, but they don't get to make that call. And it See, leads to this point where it's like, yeah, of course people are complaining. And I understand why. You just have, It's just at what level are you going to where it's like, this is too much? My issue with that is I'm – well, I'm not trying to defend myself either. I know that's a real issue is I would be okay with either downgraded graphics or not including all the Pokemon if one of those was true. Mm-hmm. They can't say they're taking a Pokemon to upgrade the graphics and have us still have the shitty same – or not shitty, but the same graphics that we've had. Just essentially higher res. It's it's kind a, of. it looks like Sun and Moon and X and Y with a better resolution because you're on a higher res screen. I mean, That's really they're it. just against making money though. I don't know what it is. It's you like, would think because well, the, like the fact of the even just having a GameCube the where you can play the game you know old GameCube eShop. Mm-hmm. The fact that the 3DS. There's no reason they really can't. I understand there might be some limitations. No, but, there's no but there fucking shouldn't be. The 3DS could handle. Well, 800 plus. There's no fucking well, way but, the Switch can't handle 1,000. Well, it's not just that. It's just like how they have trouble doing some PS2 games on the computer and PC. You know, there's, there's well, different... computer really isn't there now, but PS3 is the one that's analogous to it now, is that they have a PS3 emulator that works and runs for, like, you can play Demon Souls in its entirety. But they, but but they can't can figure it out. They have plenty of money and people who can figure that out pretty easy. I don't think there's anything stopping it. It's just they, they seem to get some hair up their ass that they're Nintendo. We know what we're doing. Don't worry about it. We've been making millions of dollars for years. Billions. Uh, it's Japanese money. It doesn't count. Billions of yen. <laughs> trillions of yen. Yeah, that's, that's trillions of like yen. That's, that's, like, that's like $1,000 here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as oh, much as... Oops, I didn't hang the other picture, hate... which just looks oddly empty. Nice. Oh, well. Hell yeah. Um, well, thanks for... Po- now you got to edit hey, that yeah, in. Yeah, let's put yeah. something up there. <laughs> Uh, and green screen that actually would not be a bad idea oh, green screen can, frame can, pictures I'm talking about just a shitty cropped little picture of the picture we don't want to put up there just, <laughs> yeah just put it over if you don't do it they're gonna call you out yeah. anyway uh, I'm gonna down there I'll end up getting uh, Sword and Shield pre-owned that way Nintendo gets as little of my money as possible. Well, they get no money, technically. They get the money from the person who originally bought it. Yeah. And here's the thing. I bought a Switch again, right? Mm-hmm. The only game I bought brand new is Astral Chain because it's the only thing. That I was like, this is this is the best way I can support Nintendo. It's a new IP. It's adult-oriented, or is, at least less kid-like. Is that the... It's the Platinum Games game mm-hmm. uh, where you have... I could literally let you play it. It's right over there, but... Okay, um, we'll do it later. Is that the... I'm going to probably sound ignorant because I might be thinking of something else. Is that like the, the anime Dark Souls game? 
No, that's Code Vein. Ah, uh, um, I knew that. But I could understand that. No, uh, Astral Chain is it's platinum game. It's an action game, and it's just can you move through levels? And but it's a new IP. It's uh, more adult oriented than a lot of Nintendo franchises are, like and it's Doom? not Nintendo beating the same game franchises over again. Like I'm not. There's no hate against the new Yoshi. Oh yeah, I mean, it's if just, it works, some, it works. At some point, it's kind of like I'm bored of Yoshi. Give me something new. So. I was like, I'll buy that one brand new, but I'm not going to buy Link's Awakening brand new because I don't believe that a remake should be $60. Hmm. Laughs in Pokemon. I, yeah, got that I'm, shit $60. I'm, not, I, I'm probably not going to buy Pokemon new, but... I've been buying it 40 for 20 years. and you'll That's the other thing. Why are you giving 16? me the same game and just putting a $60? Especially you, with those graphics. Those shitty graphics. That ties into why I say that they shouldn't call it a console. The only reason that Pokemon's going to be $60 is because it's on, it's on a console, and that's Nintendo's console pricing policy. And then Nintendo never drops their game prices, <laughs> ever. No. So uh, literally, if a game comes out on 3DS, it's forty dollars forever unless they get really lucky. And six years later, they go, "We're going to make the 3DS." I just wonder how much longer Nintendo is going to be their own. You know, not get just get their IPs bought out. Well, see, I think they were on the verge of that prior to the Switch because they were literally in a downhill. They kept doing worse because they're doing the same business strategies. But now that the Switch is doing monstrously successful, there's no reason they don't need to sell because now their investors are happy. They're like, "Oh, we don't need to sell to anybody." We're making money. But before, it was like, well, we're an investor, but you're not making money. We're going to push you to sell because we want money. That's essentially what Well, another thing to. is we're getting more shit on Switch that I never fucking thought. I've been saying this a couple times as a joke. I, like, Metroid Prime 4 is pretty dope, too, not if even it's going to happen. No, but, I'm you know. not even talking about that. I'm talking about fucking Doom yeah. on a Nintendo console yeah, which in this actually, day and age. I was like, what the fuck? That or, like, NBA 2K or Skyrim. Or we're getting Witcher and Overwatch and yeah. shit. I was and like, wrong. what the fuck? Interesting cool no i'm not gonna buy them but it's cool that they exist that's true and it's something that didn't exist on nintendo for a long time a third party support now it does suck that the switch has just become a hey in case you didn't play these games or played them and haven't played them in six years buy them again for sixty dollars again on a Um, mobile dude skyrim being full priced on the nintendo oh yeah no i was pissed diablo 3 being sixty dollars i was pissed on that don't you guys even blizzard doesn't believe it's worth sixty dollars anymore you can't you can buy the entire thing on with everything in it for like 40 bucks on ps3 why would I pay more That's just wild. because it goes into that whole thing of the Nintendo tax. And that goes into the thing of <laughs> Nintendo, ironically, is probably the most world-known console that there is in terms of name recognition and brand recognition. Yeah, if you go to somebody, you, be like, you know what Nintendo is? And it's, you know, partially because they've been around the longest. That just happens. Oh. But then, you know, you end up being the thing of like the people like, yeah, I played Mario once when I was a kid. I, I know Nintendo. Yeah. This is the recognition, like you were saying, from Nintendo and then those Nintendo icons. So I get, and that's why I have no real problem talking about Nintendo on here. We don't dive that deep. <laughs> on Triangle Square to them, though we do talk about it, but Nintendo is a world phenomenon that I just feel like I don't understand why they make the decisions they do. But at the same time, we've talked enough about Nintendo unless there's just some an other egregious thing we need to well, lay down. There's nothing... Well, I'm not going to say that. That's not true. But there is... That wheezing. Something. Oh, Alolan? Or sorry, Galarian. It's not going to be hard for me to not I, I say Alolan because that's what they are. The Galarian wheezing. It's cool. Uh, fuck Galarian Zigzagoon. I did, I, did, I did like the memes that came out after that trailer. It's so, like the Scottish meme mom's going to be. <laughs> it's so weird that he has an extra evolution, but that's cool that it exists because now other Pokemon could have more or less or whatever. But anyway, yeah, um, it's just once again, you go from, oh, these are the 150 Pokemon. Oh, shit. There's other countries. Oh, also, there's lots of other God, countries. I need to stop talking about. It was Pokemon. novel in the first one, but you know, yeah. well, the thing is as well, uh, Zigzagoon. Well, I think we actually got more now, but whatever. Uh, no, I don't know if we have... Uh, whatever. We now have a non-first generation different form. Oh, yeah. You're right. All the Alolan so, forms were Gen 1 Pokemon. Even Weezing. But now we have Zigzagoon, who's a third Gen Pokemon. So yeah. that unleashes potentially 
way more Galarian forms from different regions. We'll see. From no telling where. One last uh. thing, and then I'll stop talking about Pokemon so I can okay. die. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people are saying, you know, push it back. Push back the release date until you can afford or, you know, accommodate more Pokemon. But they've already got the card game and then something else. Uh, they've gotten, like, a new set everything's coming out there. Planned. Yeah, everything's coming out around the same time. So you, they literally can't push it back anymore. I still think they could. It's well, just that they, they would could. have to be willing to take it on the on the ch- channel of, hey, you know what? And you could even kind of use that as, hey, we're not going to push the, the card game back like we were talking about doing. You know, you, you, the day, they were supposed to all release the same day. Mm-hmm. We're going to push the game back, but we're going to leave the TCG alone, and that way you get to play with some of the new Pokemon. But I don't really know if that would no, be satiated. No way in it. hell Nintendo would do that. Yeah, I know. I know they wouldn't, but, but they could. And use they, it as You a, know what they could do? Put all the fucking Pokemon in and give us better graphics. They can afford to. If they, if they upgraded... Game Freak, or you know what? Fucking fuck Game Freak. Well, Game Freak isn't they even are, owned by Nintendo. I know. Yeah. They are clearly tired of Pokemon. They don't give a fucking shit. They're making their own game. They're making the town. Yeah, and, and they, they made, and they and that made game Timbo cool. in 2014 or yeah, whatever. Yeah, who, who gives a shit about that? But it, <laughs> it goes to show that they were willing to step out because Pokemon wasn't doing it for them creatively anymore. Exactly. But you can't They've been let making it, go it for fucking so long. Billions just, of dollars. Just move... You know, Nintendo just cut Game Freak ties. You have way more than enough money. Yeah, you own Pokemon. You know what? Nintendo of America, go and hire me for the business part of this and the marketing. I'll do everything. (laughs) I'll be right here. Listen up, you Americans. And I'll do it. I'll do it from Texarkana for a reasonable salary. A reasonable one hundred thousand dollars. A reasonable loan of a million (laughs) dollars. I like the pinky. You know. Yeah. Good times. Uh, Okay. Well, look. Now that we're done with Pokemon. One last gaming thing I gotta say, just because I gotta get the joke out of my system, and I don't know why this didn't click with me before. Saul and I were just we just got done recording Triangle Squared, and we were talking about the episode uh, focus was uh, games that should be longer and games that should be shorter, uh, based off of uh, one of our listeners' topics. But mm-hmm. what was funny about that is it was like we, we started talking about all the stuff going on, and Saul was talking about long games like Persona Five being like 173 hours, yeah, which is ridiculous in my yeah. opinion. But you know, mm-hmm. he went to howlongtobeat.com, and I I know the website. I've actually used it before, but I don't know why I never thought about the fact hey. of how long to beat. And I was like, that'd have been a killer fucking service back in like 1999 and 2003 when there was still dial up, and you're just sitting there waiting for your mom. We talked about it on the show before, but it's like it'd be great if you like type it in. And it's like your mom is 47 minutes away from home it's like how long to beat 47 minutes i get a lot done in that time 47 different times let's go but anyway that was just a i laughed when he said it he was like how long to beat.com i was like that's it for some reason i thought it was like how long to beat a game.com or something i never really thought about it but i was like that's a very up for grabs name how long to beat well i'm surprised i didn't get you know pulled up by a porn site first give it time yeah yep yep well, anyway, let's see. We got other green pastures to go through. Um, what, what, something I was talking to Jonathan about a little bit, but maybe you can expound a little bit on, because I think you're doing it too. Um, and this actually is a backing as a plug for y'all saying anyway. So y'all were for a short stint doing podcasts in the in-between when y'all were trying to figure out what y'all really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Is what it seemed like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now... And, and, you know, these guys, shenanigans and such, they all do everything on Twitter. I mean, on Twitter, on Twitch. Um but what y'all you landed fucked on? Fucked up the plug. <laughs> Fuck. Start um, over. Yeah. Reroll. Fix it post. But what y'all did whenever y'all went back, I noticed, and I started paying attention. It looks like all y'all are doing now is just role playing. Everything uh, essentially. That's right? not. That's most of what we're doing. Yeah, uh, because that's what was getting the most. It was a getting the most attention, and b it's what we all like the most. 
most importantly. It's, it's fun because it's random and kind yeah. of... Yeah. Uh, so, By role I mean, play, you mean like you just... Weird kinky stuff. No. Weird. <laughs> no, like just your character. Yeah. RPGs and stuff on tabletop so, RPGs. Yeah, they do like D&D nights still, I assume. Um, yeah. I mean, like, Don, you, like Don and Arnold. If you want me to... <laughs> yes, I love those guys. Oh, I love those guys. I love those guys. Uh, but y'all are doing like Monster it, of the Week? Yeah, if you want me to go through our schedule, not as I a mean, plug, but just as what we do. Go ahead, I don't care. Um, on Sundays, we're, we actually have a poll going right now. I mean, it's not right now, but in real time <laughs> it's going um, over what we're going to do on Sundays. Uh, so it's still up for grabs. On Tuesdays, we do a tabletop RPG called Monster of the Week, similar to... Okay, um, so it's a game in itself. I was trying to figure out... Yeah. I mean, I knew it was role-play, but I didn't know if it's something that y'all created or something no, no. that already existed or It's what? um similar. It's kind of like uh, like Supernatural <laughs> and Buffy and stuff like that, where like there's a new bad thing that happens every week and we have to work on okay. fixing it. It's similar to that. Um, I'm in that every other week because my job's weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then on Wednesdays, we go back and forth uh, on the weeks that I'm there because my job's weird. Uh, I DM D&D, uh, okay, and yeah. when I'm not there, Jonathan DMs uh, Eminem, which is Mutants and Masterminds, which is like superhero D&D. Um, okay. But it, the system's real, like, specific. I just thought of D&D with Megamind when you said that. Well, I, was like... I mean, yeah, I mean, pretty much. Uh, it's real specific, so we've converted, because they use a, uh, a D20 system, but it's like only a D20. Um, okay, so you can't go down to anything else? So yeah, it's real, it's not bad, it's just real weird, and it can get real... Uh, too much Real math tricky. at that point. Yeah, it's, it's too hard to think because they're stupid. So they've converted it to the Monster of the Week uh, formula, which is just 2d6. Okay, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, so yeah, they, Tuesdays and Wednesdays are our main RPG days. And then on Fridays, uh, plant, not plants, pants plays games. Okay, uh, different that's kind stuff. of it. You say pants? Pants. I'm about to take my pants off if it gets any hotter in here. Ah, dude, I don't know. I'm telling you, this summer's been killing my air, my air conditioning in the back part of the house. Well, anyway... I was just curious how that works out because I know that y- y'all, for the short stint, y'all were doing like a podcast and, and I kind of yeah, could tell by the way that Jonathan days. was doing it that he didn't want to do it the way that a normal podcast would be done. So it was kind of like, it's going to be a Twitch-only podcast that kind of just exists to get around and keep everybody in touch with y'all, which I mean, is a great idea. Yeah, as, we, as did, a, we just did as an like, interstitial thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, which it did, uh, it did all right, but it was like, just kind of... The thing know, for me weird. is how different live streaming is from what we do. Like even, right. and part of that comes down to the way y'all do y'all's live stream is so different. Cause like, you know, essentially just to kind of break the illusion for a second, it's like, you know, when you came, it was kind of like, uh, we're changing the set, which is not that weird. You could definitely do that for live streaming, but it's like, you're not used to the way we do things. And then for content that will be uploaded at a later date, mm-hmm. even though we, we do like triangle square, it's close to the cut. It's Sunday recorded, Monday uploaded, you know, or mm-hmm. live. Um, this is way different. We have way more free time with this. We can just kind of do what we want to with it. But this is so different because you're having to do, essentially, you're doing a group thing. You use a group microphone because mm-hmm. of how many people you are involved. It would be a ridiculous cost to try and mic all of you. It would be hard. Right. Uh, there would be a lot more audio issues than just saying one microphone that does a pretty good job of picking you all up. Right. We're, but this is we're so much trying different. to get to at least two mics. That just way can, we can either – well – I don't know how personal I need to get on this, but whatever. We're it's planning. Up to you. Yeah, I know. Uh, my dick is no. We're planning to move uh, sometime later this year, uh, and when we move into the new house, uh, that's when we plan on expounding upon what we have and what we can do. Because right now we're kind of in a cramped apartment. We'll yeah, rent, and we we'll don't rent you these bad boys for oh, yeah. twenty dollars a session. Never mind. Um, Good lord. <laughs> yeah, I just buy act, one at that point. Act now for ten dollars. <laughs> oh, hold up. We're about to act. <laughs> anyway. 
Uh, and yeah, we're gonna expand upon what we have. We're, we want to get more mics, more cameras, because there's so many people. More action. Well, hopefully, <laughs> uh, it's hard to do things efficiently with six people, one mic, one camera. Yeah, absolutely. And Man, it'd be great if y'all could get to a point. There's been a lot of great things done with six people, one mic, one, one camera. camera. That's true. We're not gonna say who that where the six people were involved, but yeah. uh, or the ratio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true too. Um, no, we got the ratio right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all dudes. <laughs> but you know, you're doing that. Uh, the first thing I, I remember when y'all were talking about doing D and D, and I assume y'all still do. You still use all the tiles and stuff that y'all used to use when we uh, play. So we had those uh, the shitty like whiteboard tiles yep. that uh, we used to draw on. Yeah. Uh, I, we still own those, but we don't use those anymore. I recently purchased some uh, modular tiles. Okay, that are actually made for something like this. Yeah, so there's like a forest, like a it's a whole box full of you know different forest tiles or whatever. That's actually pretty dope. and stuff like that. Uh, I've got, yeah, I got a whole See, bunch of stuff like that, so I can be more efficient at what I'm doing, be a better DM, pretty much. And instead of having to like draw crap and yeah. just say, hey, you know, here's this, and you can technically set it up beforehand too if you already know mm-hmm. what you're doing at DM. That's what I did. Not. Uh, well, we also had to take a break in D anD D, so we're three. It, we've gone three weeks now without playing. When normally we play every week, yeah, uh, or every yeah, other sure. week. Sorry, because uh, yeah. I missed a session because whatever. Uh, but anyway, uh, if you watch our not last one, but the one before that, I actually had a like a whole uh, battlefield set up already, and I went and took it and placed it on the table, uh, so it didn't you know slow down time before because pre- previously I had to get out the tiles and I had to draw on them and all that. Or yeah, if I yeah, which is didn't a lot. do it before, then I had to remove everything and it was whatever but, but you know uh, that, that works and and to an extent what's funny about content is like content can be crude and some people really like that depending on what you're doing with it you know for sure. sometimes people don't really care how crude the content is if it's really funny to them mm-hmm. but like it's almost like the crudeness adds to the funniness for sure well, like see, it's so i could see that being like that that's a real good point a lot of people do like that but for and this might just be me being a perfectionist dm i feel like the more the the better it is the better, fuck, I'm really bad at English, but I'm a DM too. Uh, but the better it looks, the better it's put together, the better it feels, especially for the players. I think so too. It's like a, a level of, and, and it's not like with what you're doing, but it, it it gives you some form of visual presentation for sure. that aids in your mind uh, imagining the yeah, rest. Theater of, course, of the, D&D is all. Theater of the mind can only do so much. If I'm like, hey, you're both 60 feet away from, oh, 60 feet away from the griffin, what do you do? Whereas if I put down a mat, put down a griffin mini, and put down both of your characters that you have created uh created created uh and then you can see what you're doing where you are you can move around i can use like different shit that we have uh, different props to put them up in the air because you yes. know it's a fucking griffin yeah so you can see oh they're actually 40 feet up it's not you know yeah, yeah. flat combat <laughs> yeah it's not i fight i it's not i swing my sword i swing my sword it's what we, do, we need to just go larping see larping oh, would be dope but I'd get, a little, I'd get too fucking I'd actually, hot and sweaty. I'd actually, I'd actually kill somebody in this weather. No, if we lived in like, I don't want to live in California. If we lived in like uh, Washington, Oregon, yeah, Oregon, Washington, yeah. Well, I don't know, man. Or, or, Oregon's pretty bad. <laughs> I don't know how states uh, work. Let's just go to Canada. I don't mean weather wise. Oregon's just oh, just a yikey state. In if you're going I don't to Oregon, fuck you guys. It's actually a lot colder than our north. Like you know, if mm-hmm. you go out towards like even just Chicago yeah. is colder than than we are. But they, they're also Chicago. too cold. Chicago. You got to no, try. That's what I'm saying. Chicago is like cold as shit, and you'd think up north, you Would know, like worse. Montana and stuff. Which don't get me wrong, depending on where you're at, in Montana Snow. elevation wise. Yeah, because see, that's where I'd want to go to somewhere like Washington because it's pretty. O- it's Ohio. not high, but it never really ever get that cold either. It's kind of like a good in between. But dude, that'd be killer. You know. 
it makes me wonder, like, you know, where where did the role models take place in? Because, you know, that was, you, you got to see them LARP on that. But I'm like, who would wear that shit LARPing in Texarkana? No one would. No one. It's, it's like 101 today. Oh, yeah, no, no one would of course do that. not. Not Like you said, in this weather, fuck no, I'd die. I'd probably rather die than do that. Hey, me too. Not in general. <laughs> LARPing would be super dope, but we've done it before. Not in this weather, obviously. But yeah, LARPing is a bit of a stretch. We had foam swords and in, hit each other in the but. three months. <laughs> yeah, in the three months of weather that we have that would Ooh. permit something like that. If even three, we months. used to LARP all the time when I was a kid with lightsabers. <laughs> yeah, you could do that in a house to an extent, or or oh, maybe no, global we, warming we is real. Do that outside like, Let so me just fat. take a moment to reinitiate Brett into Nerf Wars. Dude, Nerf Wars. <laughs> that was I've, I've talked about it recently. The, like the highest that dude, level. Yes, that Ooh. was that was genuine LARPing. You mean like airsoft people? I mean, I say that, but it, it peasants compared to what we did. <laughs> I, now that I think about it, I, I forget. Blaze never did Nerf Wars. I, 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 I did a couple times with y'all. Okay, but I say I was like, I know that it wasn't common because we did it a lot, way too often for adult adults. Well, see, and the weirdest thing is, I told people I was like, the worst part is that I'm like so four old. years older than all these people, and I'm the one who's like spearheading it all. Like, <laughs> what if we did my house? No, guys, I, I have the money. Don't worry. About it. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, dude. Outside looking in, it's like, oh look, this 21 year old hanging out with like. Like six, seventeen year old. You, you ruined Dylan. Dylan was a good. <laughs> oh yeah, I was a good egg. Now I'm a little shithead. Yeah, I, actually, if anything, I don't even want to say it because it's technically embarrassing to Jonathan. But I used to give John because Jonathan came from what I felt like was no <laughs> kind of thing. Bowie. But yeah, no, Dylan was a good I'm, kid. I remember. I mean, I'm still a good kid. That's what's funny. Is, yeah, you, hey, you're a kid. Yeah. How old are you now? Forty two. Yeah. Yeah. I'm joking. I'm seven. <laughs> With a beard. Yeah. Yeah. You know, fan hormones and then chicken McNuggies. Yeah. You know, you don't know what they're putting in. Mm. We got to avoid the chicken McNuggies. As, as good as they are, you got to avoid them. But, you know, if you can get you a nice tender date who we, can make you t- tender tendies. Mm. Jess made orange or like sweet and sour chicken with chicken tenders and like almond flour. It was really good. Hmm. Almond flour on them to be the breading or whatever. Yeah, I think it was almond. I got... Probably was. No one Jess. Uh, it didn't taste like we almond. We completely pulled away from the point of what I was getting at. But yeah, I, I get you. It's the idea of what you can do with your mind. But it also, I feel like it gets worse the older you get. Because it's... I don't know if it's because of life pressing down on you or what. But you know, you remember when you were a kid and like, I remember we used to do essentially the same thing as role playing when we were kids. You know, me, my brother Trace and uh, Cody Bellamy. We'd go out there and we'd be hanging out and, you know, the house used to have the woods beside it before that house got cleared out. Of we'd course. go out in the woods and we'd be like, can you hear the chainsaw banshee? And there's, it's shit that we were coming up with, of course, and right and uh, saying. Yes. But somehow what's weird is like when you're that young, I can vividly remember hearing what I was. The I, chainsaw I, I banshee. Was, I was aware of the fact that I was making up, but mm. I was making it up so hard that I was manifesting essentially. It but just not. makes me think of South Park. You know, they had the different little groups of what people played. And, you know, they yeah. had the. It's, it's perfectly the idea of like the. No, because we did we did the Harry Potter stuff. You know, like ride around, run around on the room throwing a soccer ball. You know? I, was, I didn't do that, but yeah. that also no, makes but I mean, total sense. But yeah, yeah. Uh, see, but everybody does it differently. That's what I mean. Well, see, it, it's, but it's, you get older and suddenly that goes to shit. It's I, like, I was just, just show me say, what you're trying to show me. It's weird for me because it's gotten in the reverse for me. Where I was, I was into it as a kid. Don't get me wrong. Nerf Wars was the fucking greatest. But now that I've gotten older, I've gotten even more into, like I bought, like I said, I bought those, uh, the, those, tiles the, the modular tiles. I've gone out and bought minis. 
Yeah, but see, what, like what I mean is the reverse of I'll paint your mind. They're already painted. Your oh. mind being able to do everything for you. Because it's like, okay, perfect example is like when you watch Stranger Things and it's just mm-hmm. them sitting with a book and then they go, the Demogorgon, and there's nothing out. Just well, That's what it right. used to be, but they didn't have it like crazy video games or anything to yeah, compare of it to. It, of course. And I you think know. that there's, of course, that the sensory, the, the not, not well, overload, like, but the, the senses that you're used to from video games, which do the same thing of, hey, this is just a fake situation that, we put, that we're putting you in. Look how great this well, is. Yeah, and it's hard, right. especially like you play something like World of Warcraft where you're doing dungeons that are like fucking well thought out, you know, crazy, you know, arch, and actually designed, and designed yeah. to where you need and I don't have to do the fucking math. I just got to know what spells do the most damage and the quick. You know. Yeah. Now, video games definitely messed with what I think is D&D, what would have been D&D's popularity because D&D was obviously way more well, popular. It's still popular, too. And oh, I, I really want to take that into consideration with my children when you know when mm-hmm. they're about start getting five six years old start getting them introduced to the you know basic basic D just to get yeah. them the idea of you know imagination and creativity and social aspects is the other aspect i think is really important from it if you can hear my dog i'm sorry i forgot to pull them in before Bork. we started recording Bork. um but yeah that's the other thing is like right i think of course we have video games and they do a lot of things that D probably used to do for people when it wasn't something that could supplant it completely where you didn't, you didn't have to worry about math or coming up with that dungeon you go into somebody already creates this i mean the people who are developing the games are essentially the dms you're hopping into but what's fun about D even now and i wish i could do it more it's just that it goes to show how everybody's schedules are so drastically different from each other it's part of adulthood but it's like you know the fun part about, about it when we all did have a slightly more aligning schedules mm. is it's like the social aspect is almost unbeatable it's oh, like for sure it's way above playing games online with somebody with a headset way above it's like yeah and that's what's funny you people go way more towards playing games online with each other but oh, there's much, steps i'd to much it, right? rather do D with everyone well me play. too but there's I steps mean, of like you, know, you actually have... get to role play i'd, I'd really like it to where you get to the point you're actually role playing the whole time like as soon as you sit down at the table that's you're that you character. never leave yeah. well see that's i've gotten uh i've recently introduced my some of my coworkers. uh to dress D&D up and do the whole because they're and these <laughs> guys mean, are like fuck it way older than well, not way older i'm uh, I'm only seven, so they're 14. Um, but so they're double you. Yeah. Well, you know. Oh, they probably smoke. Double the relative. I, no, I hate it. No. Um, <laughs> they're like uh, they're like in their mid to late 30s, give I, or take. Yeah. Uh, and I, I was like, hey, do you guys want to play D and D? It's not how I obviously. I wasn't the whole conversation, but you know. <laughs> For the point of you, brevity, you've never met these people ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they want to play. Dungeons, hey guys, what's up? Yeah, pretty uh, much. And no, dragons. play some Dungeons and Dragons. You look like exactly. you. You look like you rolled that twenty. <laughs> exactly, but uh, yeah, like one of the guys up there, he had never even fucking heard of it. And uh, imagine trying to explain what the fuck D and D is to so someone. Thirty new... something. Yeah, Cra- yeah, Hell, crazy, my, right? My, my redneck in laws know what the hell D and D is. I mean, they think probably, magic's evil though. He probably had heard of it. <laughs> no, she's like, he doesn't hadn't, be playing that. Hadn't given a shit about it, you know. And just like, oh yeah, D and D, it's whatever. But having this fucking uh, two year old sit here and explain it to you, it's like hey, whatever. Well, but he showed enough interest into it where him and another coworker wanted to play. And I said, well, we kind of need more. We don't. You obviously don't need more players. You can play by yourself. Uh, but I was like, we kind of need more players if you guys know of anyone who would want to. And they both suggested, uh, one suggested their wife, one suggested uh, a friend of theirs. Suggesting uh, your uh, wife to play D&D? Yeah. You must have a wife that's pretty cool. I guess what, that was my hope. social stigma? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's, social stigma, of, it, uh, at least in our area, is like, mm-hmm. D&D? I want a divorce. Pretty, yeah, pretty <laughs> much. I've been yeah. trying to get Jess to heal for me. But, uh... Mm. 
uh, in because classic is fucking rough, man. I'm, I took I'm taking a break from classic. Uh, that's probably a good idea. I took a break from old school RuneScape, and that break became indefinite. Well, I'm not only I'm better not only am I, I'm playing the hardest to level class. <laughs> Because a warrior's fucking hard. It's like the challenge wasn't hard enough that if we're going back to classic, I want to make it worse on myself. I'm what well, they no, call I've a never, masochist. I've never... Well, a, I heard it was hard, but it was like... And then it's a common discussion on Reddit right now. It's like, okay, what the fuck was the issue? Where, you know, because you're supposed to be the main tank. But the end game for warriors is amazing. That's the whole point. Is there the only viable tank to raid? Yeah, or not? sure. But leveling but with you've them fucking go sucks. The... You, pull more than, you pull more than one per... You get two mobs on you, it's iffy. You get three, you're fucking dead. You know? Yeah. Same. Just like in real life. <laughs> no. One wolf, oh. you can kind of handle. <laughs> two wolves, Ooh, gets yikes. a little dicey. I don't know. Three wolves, you're done. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to go, you know... Stealth mission on the coyotes out in. Dun, I don't know why dun, I just dun, had. Dun, 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 dun. You were talking about the, you know, like, like you totally would have rolled twenty. It just brought some. Viv- I guess it's because of where we live. It made me think of vividly of like rednecks playing DVD, a D- DVD, DVD, and be like, be sitting there with like a natty, a natty light, <laughs> and then rolling be like, I just rolled natty twenty, boys. Right. <laughs> I, I got a natty thirty in the truck. All right. Uh, well, I want to go ahead and roll and shoot that coyote. Go ahead, Tim. Go ahead and roll your D twenty. Hey, boy, you got a nineteen. You hit. <laughs> Nine, you know what's funny is I 19 feel like plus what do you have a plus seven well that'll give us uh, I don't, I'm not I, too good on the math Tim bring my calculator <laughs> yeah I went on your phone Bill what, what? Uh, I don't care you probably hit you rolled pretty high who, who spilled my dip cup <laughs> <laughs> oh there goes my dip honey bring me another dip cup All right. I'm gonna stop screaming <laughs> I you just can just have mine like on the audio. <laughs> hopefully it sounded pretty good I love the accent. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Well, as a DM, I I have to be... That is true. I have to be ready. And you throw it out. I'm sure that's your DM thing, right? Throw your head back and just go... (laughs) Honey, bring me... No, (laughs) That's my DM. Every time time before I do an accent, it's always, Honey, bring me a pickup! And then I go into whatever. That's even better. It's imagining the rednecks having their own accent. Oh, God. Talking and then going, All right, now, all right, now, boy, hold up. I'm going to be the Goblin King. (laughs) All right. And you take my gold. <laughs> Trying to give someone or role play someone with an accent doing an accent. Oh, that would be uh, killer. Role right, playing now, a I'm, Scottish I'm person to do an English. the Goblin King. Hello, I'm gonna get you. I'm 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 gonna <laughs> steal your Copenhagen and your pornos. <laughs> <laughs> roll for initiative. Uh, initiate. Yeah. Roll for initiate. <laughs> roll the roll the to start fighting. But yeah, the whole thing is just a ridiculous idea. No, I thought about that before too. Like, have you ever seen actors who are already acting with a my ranger, the Duke? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that could totally work because you just DM the whole series. Duke's a hazard. Map. Oh no, no. It could. I mean, no. I'm saying, but you could. You hide behind be... the 94 Volkswagen, but that piece of shit couldn't block the firebolt. You should have got behind the Ford over there. You done fucked up, boy. Well, see, what's great about D and D is there's technically no real constraint. If you wanted, what makes it fun is that anybody can just take the idea of D and D and just run with it, right? Well, if you really just wanted to get a group of people who were who were like, I don't, I don't understand and like all that high fantasy stuff, but I tell you what, right now, I'm gonna lay me oh, down. You can do, me just you can do a silver, oh, there. you can do a Silver War reenactment. Exactly. Exactly. Um, point, I've told you, I'm told you, you know, that goes back to the creativity as a kid, especially with not having, I didn't have a whole lot of video games growing up. I told you about yeah. that, you know, parents just didn't think they were worth it. And, you know, just 
different stuff like that. But we, um, me and one of my friends actually made a game that took it, you know, because his, his dad had like a office library that was a real big room. And what we did, we took Gundam action figures and we, we made up our own, we wrote down a rule book and everything about how to, you know, start at each, start at one side and you get a certain characters have certain points. You know, we made character sheets, you know, you had a ruler and you rolled dice and then that did how, you know, how far you can move and you divide it up by, you know, we had this whole rule set of moving and doing, you know, line of sight. Yeah, we didn't sure. even know what the hell line of sight was, but in our thing, well, if, it makes sense that if, you know, because we'd put stack books and other shit around, you know. And, well, Bible. if you can't see it, you're behind the fucking tower. You um, know? Yeah. Excuse me. Gundam Unicorn is behind a four books. He definitely can't see you. That kind of shit. Uh, yeah. it, was, it, was before Unim- it was before Unicorn. This was all about <laughs> G Gundam. And, um, I, I never uh, watched Gundam. All he's doing is making sure that you realize that you're a fucking noob. Yeah. Nerd. You got me. But anyway, what a world that would be! If you we, were a nerd we because you didn't know the obsessive well, and we details, and we transferred that the whole game into another one for like a small room mm-hmm. where we did with just army men, you know. But each, mean, yeah. yeah, and like you know, you had still just took the movement system, and and then this time you had platoons and shit, you know. And essentially, um, tabletop, you know. Yeah, I mean, war gaming totally works. And when you're a kid, your knees and back are bad. War, just, good old OG yeah, Warhammer 40k. Well, if Warhammer. War, there actually is Warhammer with simple rules. It's just a matter of getting anyone to play it with you. Which I'm the they, matter of spending money. I mean, everything's a matter of spending money unless well, you just the, want to go. They real have cheap. they have some Warhammer that's not re- relatively, you know, as far as it's about right. that price of an average tabletop game. Right, that's pretty set up. Four hundred dollars. You know, where you have squads and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. as opposed to, but I mean, if I ever did it, I'd want the. I mean, the, the idea is cool the... until they're starting to throwing handfuls of fucking dice down, being like. Um, well, I do um, 474.3 damage. We'll go ahead and round it up to 74.5. Perfect example of how some games can get way the fuck out of and and they got to show when we in terms of how much shit you're having to keep up with is whenever me and Dylan were oh, playtesting no, it's, the it's Soul Commander <laughs> game that we that Saul and me and Michael kind of started and then we kept going down. All right, look, I just want to say that if that game ever gets off the ground, me and Brett get certain characters like if you build them with a fucking game. arm saw instead of a gun. They they do different. You're supposed to keep up with all the shit. So you're talking about in the new in no the, in, in Warhammer and normal Warhammer in normal okay, Warhammer. Yeah, you see, you glue it. You glue yeah. You glue oh that that's a that's a saw gun. That's not the Phantom Blaster or you know whatever. See, the, to me, the moment that it gets ridiculous, I feel like the best board games are ones, even if they're tabletop games. I'm going to call it. Well, they've uh, done squad stuff that's a lot easier and a lot. Yeah, the best ones will be things where you don't ever have to write. The moment you just start writing too much stuff down, unless it's something like D and D, where it's because thing. of how the guys that play this shit can remember it. I'm like, no, there's no fucking way. I, I don't remember what do, man. I forget that I tell my wife a sentence. Like, you know, if I'm thinking about something hard and I tell her something, I'll be like, did I say that in my head or I'd actually tell say her? Say it out loud. Yeah. I've done that before, too. <laughs> well, see, the thing with that is, in D&D, is you almost have to take notes because you're living in two different worlds at the same time. There's yes. shit that happens in that world that you're not going to fucking remember because it's not, it's not, like, of vital importance to you. It could be a week in real time, but in game, it's been zero seconds. And I just, well, and you also never know what's important because a DM can throw a curveball at you. But for sure, I mean, it depends the, on how much stuff they or I guess I'll keep using myself as an example because it's the easiest thing to it. It's yeah. how much I have prepared. Like, if you guys give me an in depth backstory that I that ties into the world that I've created, and I can interweave that into stuff, then there's easy stuff where well, I can be like, oh, well, you, would, thing you I like, already know that. I like most, info. and also is the problem when trying to play D&D. I love the idea of D&D, and I wish that I'd give up playing a lot of games if it meant that we can actually get together and play it like legit. The issue with D&D growing up, though, is the quali- there's, no, there's no quality control. 
It is completely based not just on the DM you get, but how well people want to fucking follow the... There's people who want to break the game. Right. Like, remember when we played just a little You're small... You're min-maxers. Well, like, even with Saul, remember? I was discussing with you something on that I was doing as a DM, and he took that as he can use that as knowledge he has gained. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, separating yeah. player knowledge and character knowledge. Yeah, he, you know, not yeah and little things like that. You know, I'm a... I'm, Slightly a control freak on that because it's like, look, you're fucking up the game, man. This is something I, you know. The the way we refer to those is Saul wants to win D and D, and D and D is not a game you can win. Yeah, it's a story that is written between a group of people, and you're just playing it out. You it just really yeah, because if that, Brad had told me I found a chest, he goes, "Oh, chest. Well, I go over to where a chest. Well, you no, know, you can't. All right, Your yeah. Character no, has no goddamn clue. The yeah. the 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 most fun I've had in D and D is when things go wrong, because crazy shit can happen. You know, like if you're like, okay, I, I jump over that. You roll the natural one. You fall down the chasm. Now you've got to, Now your fucking brain's turned. Now you got to figure out how am I not going to die? Someone else has to rescue you. Shit hits the fan really quickly because of the high fantasy. Not just the high fantasy setting because something went wrong. Yeah, it's like, and that's I always hear people say, and in the little bit of experience I've had from the couple of you know campaigns I was DMing mm-hmm. is like it's the most fun you can have as a DM, but it's also the most stressful as a DM because oh, it, it, it completely deviates from anything that you thought you had ready. That's and what that I can love. happen already, right? If somebody decides to do something that's not bullshit, like it's not or, really out of left field, but it's right. just something and for some reason you never for. thought of, and then it's but like, here's well, what, what's down there? Or I want to go don't, check down there. It's like, shit. Or they don't do that's what you planned for. It, that's yeah. the worst part to me. I, that's why you can't I, plan. You gotta, I love that. You because it's like, all right, I have three different things that are going to happen. They're definitely going to do one of those three. Uh, all right, guys, what if we uh, did uh, option four? I'm like, all right, cool, go ahead. In the back of my mind, I'm like, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. Yeah. Write something down, <laughs> On the- anything. Make up an accent. Make up a funny see, NPC. And, and what's great about D&D, it can be any world you want it to be. For like, sure. You can well, do see, any- that's why I and- think it's the fun idea. Is that's that why can, I like D&D. You can the Rings War. If you don't want it to be. There's Lord of the Rings tabletop. Okay. Yeah. That's maybe. why I like DME because I have made, like, I have a whole world and mm, partial lore. I'm a good DM. Don't worry about. Don't worry about that. I have like the the layout for everything, and everyone is already set in the world, and they have their own individual, you know, backstories and whatever. So they all, they're they they feel in or set into the world. You know, it's not like they were placed or dropped in the world by their creators. It feels like they've lived there, because uh, I always send out. It's like a. I'm gonna sound like a fucking masochist, but it's a four, not four page, but like a four question list. But it's <laughs> not four questions. It's like. 1A, 1B, 1C. And there's like four or five questions. It's like, who raised you? What were you like as a kid? What were your dreams and aspirations? That kind of, you know, stuff that like, if you're making a 30-year-old, you're not going to think about that kind of shit. But when you think about that stuff that develops them as a character and their tics and their habits and what they hate and love. And And you get get whatever you put into it, too. Because this thing, you can also just... I mean, technically, well, I just printed off a campaign. I have a, I have it in a binder. I'm going to follow it to a T, and I get the fun of interacting on that end. And you, Because, honestly, if we were to go to doing d and I'd, I'd kind of want to do that the first couple, like, at least the first campaign. Oh, yeah, you know, there's, n- the there's nothing just, wrong with doing that. That is just also the, just as justifiable. Not yeah. to, I'm not just trying to backpedal well, on myself. What there's nothing wrong that, with that, and that's just as it gives, fun. Yeah, it gives a group of people who are coming together. Definitely, if it's the first couple times... You give the group of people, some of which who have very little D and D experience, some of them who have middle D, which I'd say at this point I have essentially middle D and D experience. You know, the, the amount of times I've played. Not that it's just been amazing, a, a, a crazy number of times, but I understand the game and I understand, you understand the, balance. the concept of it. Yeah, that's that's the hardest fucking thing to grasp is like the the open endedness of D and D. 
See, and now that, we, we, ironically, you know, we're talking about games doing some of these things so much better, but games also completely kill the open-ended nature of that. And that's exactly what you're talking about. It's like, you only put so much as you give in. And if you really care and you're in character and you're thinking like, okay, what would I actually do if I was, if I try as best I can, either mm-hmm. who you are or the character you've made, oh, what would I do? I, that's another thing I love is eternal conflict. Like, I want to do this. Dylan knowledge, this is the best thing to do. But character knowledge... Not would not all. do that. I need to do this thing because it's a, not yes. the right thing to do, but it's the correct thing to do. And it's yeah, like, and see, but games completely destroy that. You, right. It's hard to get. Wh- it's hard to get to that. Right. And I think that that's why some people have so much problem getting into D and D now is that most people think that D and D is just a is the idea of like a video game, but you're just playing it out loud. It's like but I said not, earlier, you can't win D and D. Yeah, exactly. And that's what you have to think about it because in a game, very few games let you go. Uh, you walk by a brick wall and you see a small speck of light breaking through like what's that i want to check that out in a game that might just be something that somebody did because it looked cool but there's nothing behind there and you can't even do anything about it it's mm-hmm. like well why is there light coming through that brick there's obviously something back there right yep and then you get to, in D and D, you get to go in that layer of your mind of I want to. I, I, what do I have? Uh, I have a pickaxe. I want to knock. I want to try and knock a hole in that wall. See what's behind it. Roll for and pickaxe. Then you, then you have to do that. Then yeah. you have to also, if you go through the DM, has to go. Well, what's back there? Mm-hmm. Now it's like, do you? And even then, as a character, do you want to face the consequences of what may be back there? What do you have? What? Or do you want to initially? Do you want to face a consequence of breaking this wall down? Are you in public? Are you in mm-hmm. a private place? Can you, someone see you? Is it a bank that you're going to go to? Is it a bank? Is it someone's house? Exactly. Is it a cave? Exactly. So yeah. it, it, there's so many variables that games can't account for that D and D have that makes it make it very fun. But I think because of the way that games have structured people's minds of point A, point B, there's a little bit of options between here, but they're all going to be common. Like you know, I'm playing Astral Chain right now, and you can walk around and you can see cans on the ground. You can pick them up. Okay, that's cool. But you can't pick everything you see on the ground up, mm-hmm. and you can throw the cans away and you get money for it because you're. It ties into the idea of the game, but it's limited, and you're going to see these ideas used over and over again. But you're not going to see that in D and D necessarily. D and D is not a set of mechanics that you're. You go, well, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna add the ability in D and D for you to pick up a can. You don't have to. D and D gives you that freedom as, as long as you're willing to. You can fight the guards. You can punch a tree. You can fuck a tree. You can pick up cans. Yeah, no you wrong. can do whatever. It could be ridiculous. And there's there's I can be a bugbear. There's many. A you story can be a druid named Zeus. Good lord! There's many a ridiculous <laughs> story of our of our D and D expeditions. Let's not go into those. But we're not going to go into those. Those are big yikes. Have I? I don't think I've ever DM'd for you guys. I think I've always been a player. Uh, yeah, because used to you were always DM. So when we played together, you wouldn't want to DM. Oh yeah, because yeah, I used to be forever DM. Now I'm also forever DM. Yeah, which is now I'm, here's an I'm interesting question. More comfortable. Now is forever DM. I've gotten, I'm, I've accepted it. Uh, and you feel like you've, be, you've become a better DM because of it? For sure. Definitely. Yeah. Before, I liked making characters and playing them. Don't get me wrong. I still eventually want a chance to play a character at some point. Uh, if, like, if Victoria, for example, wants to start up like a one shot or whatever. But now I can make characters and put them in my games. So yeah, I, sure. I can now make characters and use them as well as, you know, being an asshole to everyone else's character. And I get to, (laughs) it's even more cathartic than regular, uh, just being a regular player, in my opinion anyway, because I can be not just one facet of a character, I can be a plethora of people. You know, I can be an asshole king, I can be a poor peasant, I can be a a nice tavern keep, I can be... That's a good point, yeah. I can be a fuck ton of people, I can, you know, alleviate myself from Dylan for even if it's just a couple moments, and then, you know, I can be a dick 
to the party and make them laugh or yeah. be kind to them or whatever. And that's not schizophrenia, but what is it? Multiple personality disorder? Do you feel like those people just excel as DMs? I don't. Maybe. Like, could, you, could you imagine like the, you know, uh, potentially, James, you know, James McAvoy in Split where he's like all those different people. Uh, yeah. Can you imagine him being like a DM? I mean, oh, yeah. that was James McAvoy, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Because yeah. like I've, I've got to go. For that. No, oh, he was ripped for that, man. He was in good shape. Yeah, he, he was in it. Yeah, he was. Or is, <laughs> I guess, because I mean, he actively now. is right now. <laughs> no, he's dead. Um, I killed him. I don't know. That's that's a weird question of how, which one you say. But no, uh, back to the D and D thing real quick. Um, Please, I can talk about D and D all day. Well, this is just a, a curiosity because you know we always talk about well, what if we got together and played D and D? And if I'm being honest, in my world of oh, us getting together guys. and playing D and D, I hope it's not just me, Saul, Seth, maybe, and Blaze. Yeah. I, I would hope that it's. Me, you, Jonathan, if he can, uh, you really know, plays like, everybody. Yeah, Corey, Corey, if he can come down. But my point being is that, like, with y'all doing that and doing it for, it's a mixture of you're doing it for fun, but you're also doing it because it's what people like. Like you let you said, it's it's something that landed on and resonated with people. We played D and D already. We just so happened to record it. Exactly. That's all. But that and then people liked it. But mm-hmm. what was going to happen is like now, D and D on the nights that you're already doing it, but now it's recorded. It still feels it has a different obligation, right? Me and Saul used to always get together, hang out on the weekends, and talk about gaming anyway, which is why we did Triangle Squared. But mm-hmm. doing Triangle Squared is still different in essence than yeah. legitimately just sitting there and talking because you have to be more thoughtful about what you're going to say. You got to try not to talk over each other as best as possible. Mm-hmm. You've got to, I mean, there's just a, I guess there's a more sense of accountability and just also that what was once purely fun is now fun mixed with work. Would you guys have, do you feel like, at least for yourself, you can't speak for everybody else, do you feel like for yourself you would have issues playing D&D with us because of the fact that you already do it a couple days a week for what y'all do? Or is it, you know, that that's more of a curiosity on my part. Do you feel like if you tried to do it outside of the constraints of what you're already doing with shenanigans and such, it would be too much for you? I personally don't think so because I think recording has made me a better DM. Because oh, yeah. The, it's, I'm held more accountable. The pressure of recording. Be, yeah. I don't, I don't want to call it pressure. Yeah, but, I know this is just what you said, but it's not. Yeah. It's it, the accountability, accountability is the best word I can word. think of yeah. because previously, and Jonathan can attest to this, I was more of a uh, <clears throat> just kind of go for it DM. You know, like whatever. Like I, I'll have loose ideas, obviously, uh, in my head. But now, like I have uh, maps that I've drawn of the world that I've done. Like I've you know traced it in pen or not traced it, but you know gone over it in pencil. Gone over Ooh, it in you pen. Said trace. You traced. It. Yeah, I, I did. <laughs> I traced dirty. them all. They're all mine now. Um, uh, you know, went over it in pen. I've you know named all these cities. I, like I said, I got everyone's backstory that will fucking send me theirs. Um, <laughs> you and know who you are. That was a shout out right there. It sure as fuck like, was. If you're you listening know who to this episode, you, are, you, you fucking send that in. Um, anyway, even if they haven't sent me uh, backgrounds, I can. I've been doing it so long now. Oh, so long, like a couple months. Um, <laughs> that I can wing it better uh and like like i said i'm like i don't have my notebook with me but that alone i, I have a D notebook now and i keep notes in there and i write all kinds of shit if someone says something you know off the wall or like gives me an idea then i'll write that down i have a bunch of i'm really bad about this i have like all the late game stuff already written out and finished and or not finished but you know prepared uh but i don't have any middle ground stuff right now i'm working on that now that i finished the late stuff but uh See, Actually, now that hmm, now that I'm finished with that, I could probably ask you guys about it for uh, cross reference to uh, whatever 
just to, for ideas for that other world because okay. i have like name my biggest issue is names uh or titles for stuff because i want things to be you know big and imposing and cool uh, but i'm like i could go with this or you could get with that this is where it's <laughs> at <laughs> but uh but yeah i'll ask you guys after the podcast i won't bother with it right now okay well, I mean, either way, across the board, I just feel like I would like to do that. And but, if, if there ever is a realistic time where schedules start to line up or something like that would be possible. I was just about to say, if if schedules do line up, I would uh, love to DM for you guys. Okay. I'd be down for I that. I can bring my... Also, out of curiosity, now that things. you... Yeah, yeah, there's that. That'd be cool. And, and then, of course, the now. fact that you Ooh, consider yourself sorry. a better DM. For I would sure. want someone who's the... more confident in a DM role to start with mm-hmm. as best as possible. That's another thing. Can is... we do it in the Beetleborgs <laughs> universe? No. Beetleborgs? We, yeah. <laughs> Can we do it in the Metabots universe? I don't know why no. it's like Metabots. Monster Rancher. No. Mm. Monster yes. Rancher. No. Classic. Um, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. All right. I'm anyway. sorry. Thanks for coming to the... No. <laughs> um, was that white people shit? Oh. <laughs> Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. God damn it. Uh, I'm so tired of hearing people say that. that no, that's <laughs> my opinion. people, Thanks I guess I should say. Uh, with what you were saying, it's hard being thrown into the DM spot if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I'm not a professional by any fucking means, but I know what to do. I don't remember if you were here or not, though. Sense. I think you were. When I DM'd and we started off and I had my... I mean, it was when we were we were yes. playing in there. <laughs> we played like one or two <clears throat> sessions. Yeah. But you didn't know... You had a basic idea. Mm-hmm. Like, I was about to say, I tried the best I could, and I feel like sure. I did okay, yeah, considering no. that I had no clue you what I was You did the okayest you could have possibly done. And that's <laughs> not meant as an insult. Yeah. I know it sounds like it, but... Yeah. I was like, because, you know, Jonathan's like, well, Dylan doesn't like to DM. I was, and I was like, well, and then Jonathan's like, I don't DM. And I was like, well, right. fuck, I guess that leaves me. Yeah. And I remember just being like, I don't know. And I was trying, like, I got into it. This I like the aspect of being like, but it's so hard because I took it more as like, I'm going to write a story. Yeah. Of, but it's it's all leaning on like, I really expect them to do this. Yep. And yep. that's the first thing I learned was. There is no expecting to do that. The best thing, which we can talk about this a little bit more afterwards tonight, get into like how to DM with Dylan. Uh, (laughs) What I've found, let me say that, is to give them, don't don't tell the party anything because they fucking hate that. I made that mistake uh, intentionally, not thinking it was going to be an issue, but it became an issue. What do you mean by tell them anything? So it tells the wrong word to use. The inception of uh, our campaign, uh, it was originally three players. They had been kidnapped and forced into a coliseum. Okay. And that when they did whatever they did to get out of the coliseum, their immediate goal was to go after their slaver. For some reason, I was like, they won't worry about it. It's whatever. But the immediate thing they did was do the thing I didn't think they would do. And they wanted to go after the slaver. So then my story, like you said, my story went from this and now it's about him, Mm -hmm. the guy who trapped them. So I went from everything I had and I moved it somewhere else. And now the story is reason, all about your thought that. would be, well, if you're slaves, uh, you're trying to put yourself in someone else's mind. For if sure. Slaves, you just want to get a, well, you want to get away. Yeah. You'd want to get away. And once you got free, you would not be too worried about who did it to you as much as you'd be like, you, you might be worried about it later yeah, when you're right. out of harm's way, but they were immediately like, let's go get this guy. And I was like, yep, he's got a name now and he does these things. Like, <laughs> well, you don't have to give him a name either. You, well, can, you, don't, it, you don't have to, but a name's more personal. But here's the thing, they'd have to find the name because they wouldn't just know the name, would they? They would, Well, that, this and goes into, if you watched your podcast, no, I'm to fuck with you. But, uh, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, but I yeah, would, they, they had different ways. They talked I'd to, make them have to learn the information. Well, well I think that's what he's saying. One of he did, the, but he still had to already give a name to it, right? One of so the adventurers was a, a hit woman. 
uh, for lack of a better term. So they had influence over the Coliseum owner uh, and intimidated him into sharing that information because she had already had renown. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because they, they didn't start at level one. I don't like starting at one. Uh, I like starting at either three or five. I decided to do five because I didn't know how long this campaign would last. Uh, so she had already been you know around the block for a little bit. And he was like, oh, you're that? You're her? Um, okay, well, this is his name. You know, because he didn't want to get fucked up either. Um, See, and that's cool because like so, you can create a character that already has a stay in the world, right? And, and that's and, why I don't like making level one characters because you're mm-hmm. like, I made the super badass, but he's level one, and so can, it's like he can't be a badass. So, and no he one dies to you. a single wolf bite yet. That's yeah. why I like three because everyone has their subclass, and you already have like your own thing. Or and five. it's like, well, you're known, but you're not. Cra- but where five right. is a little more like you're really established at that point right. to an extent, or at least you should be. Well, five, by the way, the world, the way five work. E works, which I guess we should preface that too. Fucking you know, an hour into the podcast, I like to play five E. Five is a big power jump for characters because that's when martial classes unlock their second attack. It's when casters get third level spells, which they bump into crazy shit comparatively. Uh, and that kind of stuff. Uh, third level is where you get your subclass. So, so you're a little bit more specific. You're not, I hit a thing, I hit a thing this way. Or yeah. not, I cast, I cast this way. Yeah, that's sure, much sure, it. sure. But, uh, but yeah, five is that real big you okay over power jump. I was making sure it's plugged in. <laughs> that would be fucking terrible. It's good. But uh, yeah, you're getting audio readings over. Well, it's not clipped all the way. I was like, mm. just don't touch it. Be all right. That's what she said. Who knows? Um, that's that's a new cable. Um, but yeah, a it's, a, it's a thick boy too. Cobbler. Damn, pretty jealous to be <laughs> um, It's got that girth, son. Thick. Thick. Got that girth. Greases. Oh man, it's like a tuna can. What What's fun about D and D though? <laughs> <laughs> Good lord, the same length too. Yeah, that's the joke. Ugh. What a joke? That's the joke. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's a tuna can. No, short yeah, that is. That is the joke. We're going to have D&D. Damn seven-year-olds. But what I do like about D&D is exactly what we were just talking about. Where, (laughs) Good Lord. (laughs) Where um, you'll see and like you'll feel like you know somebody, but for some reason, if these are people that are used to playing it, it's like they'll become a character and be completely different than than who they are. It's like they'll use that character to put out things that they normally wouldn't. Right, yeah. So it's like somebody who's normally timid will play and be like, (laughs) instead of... You see a puppy, I hit it. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know, oh, it's damn. like, all right, you do. You're over here thinking, like, well, he's a pretty calm. Do person. I have a Do I have a leather belt or a cloth? He's a male. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but uh, you know, it's like you have somebody who's timid, and then they you, you go over here and you're like, all right, not even timid, but you you look, you think about who's going to be playing. You're like, oh yeah, I wouldn't think they'd immediately go after their slave. They'd be worried about being free, and they're going to go do these, and this is very likely where they're going to go. But then immediately, <laughs> even if you wouldn't expect them to act that way, suddenly they're like, no, fuck that guy. I, yep. I I am Velothor. This of character the- <laughs> is this character would hate that, so they're gonna do that. I'm like, fuck, I should. You know, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, they know the characters better than I do right now because that was like our first or second session. But another thing with that is uh, dropping ideas in front of like like you can do these things. These are up to you. But whatever uh, thing you want to pursue, it's up to you. I'll now, make you- it up afterwards. Or if they if I drop three things in front of them and they pick up one, I'll take those other two and move them somewhere else. That way, I don't lose ideas. Like if okay. it's a really cool thing, yeah, but like yeah, yeah, I might sure. I might leave one or two where it was uh, if it's like a, an area specific thing. But it's like if it's a fetch quest, for example, I can move that over there to where they're already going. So I've yeah. already got stuff lined out for different areas. Sure, sure. So I don't. How how much time do you myself. think? Uh, how much time do you think a, a week? As you know, with what you do, how much time do you devote to planning for your DM phase before you ever get around to it? Like, because you don't do it day of, I would imagine. You're you're doing this no, in usually, your free time. Well, yeah, I have two weeks between sessions, which yeah. is great for me as a DM. Um, but I probably devote uh, a couple hours to every hour 
uh, of in-game time. That's not like me constantly writing the whole time, but that's me, you know, bouncing ideas off myself, thinking about, you know, names, places, ideas, people, attitudes, ideas, jobs. I said ideas multiple times, but you know, <laughs> yeah, that's the idea. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's crazy to me. You ever think someone could be a DM and like become a, a fiction writer? Because yeah, of being a DM, for sure. Like you start as a DM and you start getting better at understanding what I mean, a world takes. Yes, because right now I, I'm gonna sound like a fucking prick because I'm like, uh, yeah, of course I can write. I've played D and D, but like I have an entire wor- world that I've created that is my own creation. I didn't trace it. <laughs> you heard it here from first folks. Um, but yeah, like I've created the world. I have. It's not an original origin story because I'm using the Forgotten Realms, which is the D and D gods. I'm using Batman's origin. Your parents go after <laughs> yeah, the, all your parents die. after the um, after the. I'm trying to think of an old word for theater. Like what would be a high, cinema? That's not really, but no, that'd be even opposite word. <laughs> yep. You could do that with every theater would though. still work, I guess. But. Yeah, yeah, it definitely would work. You could do that with anything, though. Start like rip off Disney movies constantly to get your story. <laughs> You're in the. <laughs> Don't there's a giant the robot. Place. There's a giant um creature built from wooden plank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, you could do uh, whose voice sounds a lot like Den Vesels. <laughs> <laughs> Hell. Hell yeah. But yeah, you, know, you could totally do that. Just like uh, y- your dad is looking for you, his uncle throws him off, and he dies. Well, a lot of times, <laughs> like oh god, lord, like I don't. That was Hamlet. I don't even have right? to write plots. One of my characters, uh, they're a tiefling, which is a race uh, of they they're devil like people. In okay. case either of you don't know, I'm sure you, I'm sure you do. But uh, and he he was disowned by his father because the rest of his family is human or humanoid at the very least. Uh, so he looks different. So he was kicked out, and his mother was kicked out as well. Uh, so they've moved off of the island that they lived on, and they've moved to a port city. And he's gone away uh, in search of himself. So now I have a father who's an asshole and a mother who's his left by herself. And the Holy Ghost. That I can. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have an entire plot based around them. Also, also mm. uh, with that same character, because he's a tiefling. The way tieflings work is you get that an- ancestry from a, uh, a powerful devil and one of the uh, leaders of the Nine Hills. His just so happens to be Zariel, uh, the leader of the, or the arch devil of the first level of hell. That's a whole fucking subplot by itself. He's yeah. also a sorcerer. The way sorcerers get their magic is uh, very similar to that, where somewhere in their past lineage, someone's had a run in with uh, some magical entity. He's a phoenix sorcerer. So someone in his lineage has had a run in with a phoenix. Someone in his lineage has had a run in with Zariel or some type of devil. So that's two whole subplots right there, just with his class and race. Yeah, that's yeah, before sure. anything else. Yeah, so that's that's interesting. I haven't even I had, I didn't do anything for that. He made that character for me. He made those subplots for me. Yeah, and you're just able to follow them through because of the way that yeah. Another character I have is a cleric. They worship a lawful evil god of the sea, and right now, uh, there. This wasn't the intention. The original intention for the campaign was to be an evil campaign because they made kind of dickish characters. Hmm. <laughs> Um, you don't say. But it's twisted its head to where, and this is how a lot of campaigns go, just because of the na- nature of humans in general, is it's not evil as much as it is chaotic. Okay, like yeah. Like chaotic neutral or chaotic good it, even. Yeah, it, it's not, you're not necessarily doing it because you had the motivation to do something bad. You're just doing it because you don't give a fuck. Right, but... And, you're, she, and the chaos ensues from that. Right, yeah. she worships a lawful evil god, but she is chaotic good. <laughs> That's a whole subplot. There's a whole there's a whole god subplot for the ocean. Uh, back to what I not, not only just the lawful evil or the evil campaign, but now they're also doing kind of a pirate themed campaign. 
Uh, that wasn't the intention, but that's what their characters are and well, what they're got, doing they, right now. They got on the damn boat. They, <laughs> they got on two of the characters are pirates. Two out of three, or two out of five. Uh, so the other three, they don't even have the majority. But the other three were drawn to that idea because it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, no. So absolutely. not only that, now I have to make crewmates. <laughs> I've got to figure which I've already done. I've got to figure out where they are because they're not all together. I've got to figure out how to introduce these characters. So they were in jail. Uh, I've got to figure out what ties these people together. They're going after that slaver because if they all capture him and bring him back, that reduces their jail sentence to nothing. Mm. So now they're all put together. They're already on a journey for X amount of time. That gives them time to bond. That way they're not just going to split up immediately. They can't just kill each other and ditch each other because they have to bring him back, the slaver, dead or alive, one way or the other. Yeah, yeah, there's the a combo. They have, yeah, yeah, they have something to do, good or bad. And right now they really fucking hate this guy, uh, which is great on my part because they're being forced to go after him because previously they wanted to, but now they've been uh, forced to by a, a group uh, uh, of warriors that are in the continent that they're on. Uh, because of some legal issues that they had. I'll leave it at that uh, nicely. <laughs> They've been uh, contracted. Uh, so now not only... Even if they didn't want to go after him, now they have to. This sounds an awful lot like Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> that was not the intention of this? Not the first one, but you know, later on. Sure. It's like, hey, we're going to make you do this so you can go after this so that you can not actually be killed. Yeah, it oh, was. Okay. It's a bit. It's a whole lot of runaround. But no, after they it's very political. <laughs> what, it's not yet. But let's well, see. The issue that I'm running into, uh, or that I will be, uh, is after they get this guy and take him back, then they are literally free to do whatever they want. And they're pirates with a boat that they've stolen. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's going to be hard to deal so with. So they can go anywhere. I've made three out of five continents so far. I need to make the other. Well, actually, that would be great for you because. They go somewhere, and you get to really choose where they stumble at. You know, they don't yeah, really. Yeah, for sure. They. That's they're, true. They're 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 at your will on that. Yeah, they could. You reach were Poseidon. That. <laughs> <laughs> I could be. Uh, but yeah, there's a. The Kraken comes up. You get scurvy. Shit. Roll, roll a recovery. <laughs> roll for scurvy. Ah, uh, you fail. R.I.P. Y'all have an eight in three days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, yeah, there's a, a bunch of different. Uh issues that can be put into place that I don't have to do. So sometimes as a DM that makes my job easier. Most of the time it doesn't because I have to come up with stuff. You want to go but... silence your wiener? <laughs> yeah. I don't uh, want him to. I don't know what he's barking at. Probably just like, give me fucking attention, guys. Uh, <laughs> no, it's a hundred. I'll bring him in later. <laughs> Might be. But um, he's got yeah. shade. Uh, but no. <laughs> 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 yeah. um, how fucking, this is one thing that always gets to me is like, and I, and I guess it's depending on the group of people you're playing with and what they think is okay for the DM, of course, to okay. do. How wild do you get with it? Like, and I only say this is like fucking wildly, but like, I don't even know why you were. Th- I was thinking about like pirates on a boat. They're going out. They go. They're on the water. They go out. Um, they go to an island. They're walking through a place that's heavy with mosquitoes. Can you just be like a mosquito bites you? I could. Yeah. I and mean, then, and then and later, then, then they get it. Well, why the fuck did you tell me that? <laughs> well, that's, a, that's, <laughs> that's another what I mean. thing. I have to think about what the players are thinking about because if I describe the. I have to describe either everything or nothing. Yeah. Because if I describe a chair in too much detail, they're going to focus on that chair because yeah. I described it. See, and if I, I ran into a wall that too much, too, yeah. Even if they don't, it's hard. It's real hard to, as a human, not to be like, 
he described the chair i not not to interact with it in some way even mm-hmm. if it's just like i go sit in it because you'll be like i go stand near it the you chair know? means something he yeah. gave it too much description the description exactly. means that it's important Now sometimes i'll do that anyway just to fuck with them throw them off yeah but like uh the walls are a really weird texture you know or some shit like that and I'm like, yeah, i look at, i look at the walls they're, fu- <laughs> they're, they're walls yeah. you know they're fuzzy i, I roll a 42 they are weird walls. They were built. They were built in the late 1627s. Yeah, yeah. And by the, that, that really by the... fucks with them. I love that. Yeah. Well, what I was thinking is like later on, could you be like, okay, so at the beginning you'd be like, you're bit by a mosquito, and they're like, what the fuck? All right. Could you just like you wait wake up until with fever. like? Could you wait <laughs> like, until yeah, like a month later? Yeah. So I was like, could you wait till like three sessions later and just randomly be like, hey, remember that mosquito that bite you? You have malaria. Oh, uh, I wouldn't. You could, I wouldn't introduce it like that. You wake up with a fever. Well, I know. And then, then they is... have to figure out what, how to get them somewhere to get rid of. Well, see, that would be really funny. That the only issue with that is with D and D that bogs it down or that slows it down uh, because clerics and paladins exist and they can cure diseases and stuff like Fair. that yeah. with no issue. And now, if that didn't exist, then I might do that for a bit more realism. Well, that, my this point was, was this was spider mosquito. Don't worry, yeah, spiders. don't worry. I, I guess it, it's not specifically the example I'm giving as much right. as the idea that the example can lead to of this happened. Therefore, way later, this is an effect of that. Yeah, and, no, that that generic concept definitely can happen. It hasn't happened. No, yeah, it's not true actually. Um, it hasn't happened yet. It's going to happen because uh, my players have switched characters a bunch because they're trying to figure out what the fuck they want to do. Um, okay. And, yeah, it's killing me because I don't have any consistent backstories, but I do have characters that they've made that I can now use against them. Ah, fair, because the characters now exist in the world. Exactly. Yeah. Most of the characters are in jail for I'm reasons your long I will not long-lost brother. But now when those characters get out of jail or when they do whatever... Well, and you can do whatever, be... right? You can have them break out of jail. I, yeah, I can yeah. do anything with them. They, yeah, they're mine now. Point. And then what's more funny is it's their own action of being indecisive with a character is what's going to lead to them being an issue down the road. Mm. Yeah. So, like a, a lot of a lot of times, my players write my stories for me, regardless of whether or not they want to or intend to. Yeah. But well, that's that's a good thing. That means you're pulling. Yeah. I mean, exactly. A, it I'm makes your job easier, them. but it also makes it way more diverse because you're using that's, things that they're going giving. back to what you were saying earlier uh, with video games is. A video game can never be as personal as D&D. Yeah, never. Ever. Because I can sit down... We, you can sit in character creation forever in a game. But I can do something specific to your character that a game can't. Yeah. You know, or I can do multiple specific things. Right. Which, ironically, that's well, what's fo- so funny about games to me. is like When you're talking about that, that's such a great detail about that. And that's part of why I really hate character creation in video games. Because character creation does not mean the game is going to give a damn about the character you created. The right. game is going to happen the way it was always going to happen. Because they had, they had a limitation of what they could do. I would much rather play as a character who already had stuff happen to them. And, right. It, it, that's it, more it, relatable. It, it, see, it's like, and, and what's cool, and this is probably what we should do, try to get everyone together. You could technically give a scenario, be like, like say we only have one real long night to play, we're all hanging out. Be like, well, this is, you know, y'all have characters. Well, this is why y'all are here. This is, you know, a, a dungeon of, scenario. A lot of people do one shots. Yeah, like a, like a dungeon called. scenario. Yeah. Like, like, all right, this where is we a scenario. Play here for seven hours, you know, yeah. like yeah. make it a big night, just play through it. Yeah. Those are you real know, popular, uh, and, too. Just like random one shots. The I can tell you guys about one later that I think is really funny. You'll probably know the words that I'm saying when I talk about it more than you but I can describe them for you easily. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but yeah, going back to your thing about video games, that's my thing of why I hate character creations. It's like, it's so hard for me to be like, why do I give a shit if I put a scar on my character if there's no reason that scar exists? If 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 the story can never touch on why that's To look like a dating, badass. Level one Duh. badass. But okay, <laughs> my, my go-to example is Kratos is pale. 
Mm-hmm. That could have just been it. He could have just been a pale motherfucker. But instead, but they show because they chose to make him that, and the, and he was the express and ta- or protagonist rather of the series, they were able to go. Well, we made him pale, but we're giving a reason why we made him pale. It's because he killed his wife and kids, and their ashes are burned onto his skin. Oh, that's fucking crazy, wow. right? Holy shit! I I you, already relate more to that character than the one that I made. Exactly, because I know. because you understand what he went through. Right. You can set up a backstory. You can't give discernible good backstory that will make a character a character well, relatable. Like the in a character, character creation, creation on Bloodborne, it's like, what the fuck does it matter? It like, yeah, it definitely. And if anything, I'd say that character creation in Bloodborne has more of a reason to be there because Bloodborne doesn't follow a traditional narrative. It's just about the lore and the city you're in more than God, anything. I fucking love Bloodborne. Can we, just take, can we just take a moment to appreciate how good of a game Bloodborne is? Bloodborne's amazing. Okay, that's all I wanted to yeah. do. I, ironically, <laughs> I don't even know if Blaze ever... Blaze, you play Bloodborne? Yeah. I thought I so. It, like, at release. it was Dark Souls 3 that you didn't play. No, right? I played Dark Souls 3 at release. I'm completely I it forgetting on Xbox, something though. then. Oh, Disgusting. So you didn't play when, it. No, I think that's when we all were kind of back and forth on it. But, but Dark Souls 3 was out way after we had Xboxes. Yeah. That was when you bought the one for Jess. No, I, I, I imagine, moved right? into, the Gen- um, yeah. into the Genoa house. Yeah, so that was when you bought the one for Jess with Fallout. Yes. Okay, that all comes together. Or Skyrim, rather. You probably had Fallout. I don't know. But. I don't remember. Yes. Yeah, either D. one. All of the above. Well, we definitely need to play D&D sometime soon if we can all figure it out. But we're in that weird situation of Jonathan's schedule is super weird. Your schedule have, is somewhat weird. He doesn't have uh, I wouldn't say mine's weird. Schedule. Mine's just normal but opposite. You're just set. It's just completely yeah. opposite from everybody else. you work night shift? Mm-hmm. I also work night shift. Oh fuck you guys! <laughs> no, uh, well I have a a set schedule, so I can like if you know ahead of, and it's not when you're working, you can somehow. Well, I can play every other week on a set day, whatever day it is, as long as we decide it. I can play every other week, guaranteed. Okay. Unless someone at my work takes off, like right now, I'm playing every other Wednesday. Okay, yeah, uh, with my guys because I'm, I'm off every other Wednesday. I'm off every other day of the week, whatever it is. Good lord! Okay. Yeah, that's. <laughs> That's well, not. It, it's well, set? I can show you. It, it's. I'm not like. It's not Monday off. Tuesday. See, where that gets weird is like with two, Saul. Two, and, three. Like Saul and and me. It's pretty much weekends because Saul works evenings a lot. I sleep during the evening. Mm-hmm. I mean, I yeah. Well, I we have to go in at six and get off at six, so I can sleep during the day and then be free for the up the until after, see, afternoon I, I until night. I'm, I get off about eight thirty nine o'clock, and I stay up till about 4 or 5 in the evening and go to bed. Disgusting. Oh. Well, I mean, even if that's the case, I could play from, like, 2 to 4. That's only four hours, but whatever. Or, uh, I mean, it'd be, you know, 1 it's something. to 4. Anyway, we'll talk about that. But that's yeah, what's so crazy. I'm open on all of my weekday, but because all of my friends have really crazy schedules, I only get to see everybody on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I have way too much stuff to do in the weekends. We got to record all this stuff on the weekends because we yeah. can't record it during the week because no one's schedule lines up. Right. I could record it during the week on the afternoons all day long, mm-hmm. Monday through Friday. You give me a day, I could do it as long as it's after I get off work. Right. Which is, but it's the same. It's always five to, from five o'clock to 12 midnight. I am up and I will do whatever I want to do. Yeah. As soon as weekend hits, I got to watch Kyrie all Saturday, which completely complicates the ability to go around and do stuff, which is not a bad thing. It's my daughter, but then Sunday I'm normally recording, so like that completely kids. complicates that. It's, it's reverse schedule. Oh, I can't wait till the, the kids board, are old man. enough to DM a kids, like just all kids. Oh, oh yeah, I tried DMing for uh, five kids who were all like twelve and under. It was really funny because kids think about shit in the weirdest way. Yes, um, but well, that's, they've not had this. They've not had the world to completely. 
you destroy their sense of anything. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then what happens is that you're told certain things are wrong so often that you start to think of, well, this is the only way that this can work out. Yeah. yeah. Right. It, you get very streamlined thinking because you're, I mean, you're trying to what think in what to. would work for the world as it is for you. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the way the world actually is, but the way it is with other people to begin with. Yeah. Good Lord. My dogs Bork. are borking who it let, up. Who let the dogs out? Who? 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 Me. Who? I let the dogs who? out. Let's see. What are we at right now? We're at an hour and a half. You want to keep this train rolling to about two hours? Or I want to call it off here. It's a I, good ending point. It feels like it's natural. I that was a good conversation. I don't care. I can talk about D&D for literally all day. I've got plans in 45 minutes, so I've got 30 minutes to kind of screw around if I wanted to. Mm. But you know what? We'll call it. This is a good thing. That's Dylan. We, we have stuff to talk about after the pizza. podcast anyway. So this is a good. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It gives us time to do that. But Dylan, thank you for coming on. Give yourself a plug. Where can people find you all but across plug. the board? No problem. You can find not just me, but shenanigans and such at twitch.tv forward slash shenanigans and such. S H E N I N G A N S. Yeah. There's, there'll be a link here somewhere in the world. Fuck you, future Brett's Brett. Do it. <laughs> yeah. And then I want that photo that's hanging to slowly be dropping down throughout. First of all, if I do that, I have to re edit and re render the whole video. Not happening. Uh, but we already all, told of course, our audience. Throw it on Brett. Throw it on Brett, the person who does fucking everything hey, already. You're, yeah, you're apparently I'll free all week, aren't you? I'm the creative direction. Uh, <laughs> you can find us on Twitch, Twitter, Discord. YouTube, we're not really doing a lot with YouTube right now. Um, and some, but you have one, and somewhere else, I don't remember where. Uh, we're <laughs> that's our, our name on everything except Twitter. There's no in because it was taken. I think. Now we should do the very no important thing, limit. and it's my fault. To be fair, I did the logo design for them originally, um, and it was supposed Correct. to be apparently shenanigans mm-hmm. and such. No, or they always supposed, right. to be, supposed to be. But I put an apostrophe after the end was what it was, right? Right. Well, there's character <laughs> limit. No, the apostrophe is fine. I like the apostrophe. I think we all do. But there's character limit for Twitter, so in oh. such wouldn't fit. It would be in mm. suck. <laughs> so we did in uh, shenanigan such for shenanigan Twitter. Such okay. But I mean, we'll pop up anyway. Where that's our. I think that's our actual Twitter Twitter yes. name. Our yes. handle is not but it'll it'll pop up where yeah no one else has that fucking name there you go so if you like if you like this conversation and want to look more into what they're doing and what dylan was talking about in real time you can do that yeah if they you have want a to lot see of me do weird crazy voices for uh, two hours uh then you can do that and that's you know actually it's probably my favorite part doing crazy doing, voices. doing voices it's really has, has it made you a better imp- like mm-hmm. impressions essentially uh yeah no even though I, they're essentially your own impressions of I, characters well, that you've come up with i have like what? Fuck, I'll talk about this later. But yeah, I've gotten better at doing impressions, for sure. <laughs> all, right. all right, guys. Well, you can, of course, find us in all the normal places, YouTube, if you want to watch the show like now, or you can find us on podcast services, be it anywhere, any place. And once again, if you like what we're doing here and you <laughs> like the show... The yeah, the links are right here or down there. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that happens. Uh, but either way, if you want to uh, follow them, please go do so. See what they got going on. If you'd like to support the show in any way, head over to Patreon. And speaking of our Patreon, uh, we are going to close this show off the way we always do and thank our patrons, which Dylan, I'm going to let you do because I had a blast hearing you, you do that. You want me to do what I was doing so earlier? I want you to do it. You go uh, ahead. Thanks, guys. I hope you're prepared to pay $20 for me to make fun of you. <laughs> thanks a lot for Dan Barrel. Oh, I already messed up. For Dan Bieber and Josh Barrel, Matthew Blue, my name is Dean, Douglas Blue, Sean Darude Sandstorm, Eric McAllister from the Sandwich Shop. Matt Spruce Tree, uh, Jazz Turkey, Shadow Miss, Steven Salad, Donard, Travis <laughs> Blue, Eduardo from Boston's Home for Imaginary Friends, uh, Steven Seagal, uh, Koi Fish or Dead, uh, Hey Philip DeFranco, 
Corey. Uh, what kind of name? Brian. Donovan <laughs> Will I Am. Shout out to Blaze for that one. Another Will I Am. Digital Poker. Uh, Derek Port City. Josh Aries, the God of War. Brandon Bust a Node Edward. Sean One Neil. You want the red pill? The blue pill? Tyler Powers. Oh, what the fuck happened? Uh, oh, sorry, Austin Bowers. And then Dylan Half is Cool with Me Kirby. 